Hey there, just a quick word from me, David. Just wanted to let you know that this week's episode was recorded in a car, and we didn't get the best audio I've ever heard in my life. I did my best to try to cut out what it was a rattling sound caused by my putting the recorder in the cup holder in my car, which I didn't think would be a problem. I've done it before, but apparently it is a problem. So I had to try and get rid of a rattling sound. It's there throughout the show. We apologize for that. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't bring headphones with us, so we couldn't listen to the audio as we were recording. So we had no idea what we were getting until I, I uh, plugged it into the computer today. So apologies, but you get what you get. <laughs> so here we go. What's nice is we get to go in the HOV lane. Yes. So I thought of that when I was driving. <laughs> I was like, oh, one good thing is... You're not one of those people who deep fakes a passenger <laughs> with a mannequin. That's right. Yeah, I, uh, I have a blow-up doll in the back, back of the car. But that's not for the HOV. What's that, sir? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Not for the lady. <laughs> <laughs> I call it carpooling. Wow. <laughs> Bit of a truth bomb there. I wasn't expecting. Hey, save it for the elementary school. <laughs> save it for the Q&A. All right, let's introduce this uh, pageant. Hey, Rolla. Yeah, they had Disney on Ice here last night, so. Oh, really? A whole bunch of uh, little princesses coming out. <laughs> nice. Was that a roller skating rink? Yeah, uh, it's yeah. a little roller skating club. Ooh. Somehow that gets them around some sort of. They were on. Uh, they were on Dragon's Den. Oh, There's really? <laughs> Rolla, yeah. Presenting their, I guess, one of their franchise. The idea, I don't know if it worked, but. So it's not just inventions they do in Dragonstone. They also have, like, idea, like concepts. Like I guess, I guess, concepts. Yes. I'm assuming they didn't try Tell to pretend about, they invented ruler yeah, skates. That's well, they right. are older folks. They might not know. Yeah, they might not know. Tell me more about these roller skating rings. I just want to say I've got a brand new pair of roller skates. She's got a brand new key. We're looking for six million dollars for five percent of the company. Oh, it's foggy all of a sudden. Yeah. I was interested to read that Melanie hesitated about releasing that song. Yeah. Because it was a hamburger hallucination. <laughs> because she thought it would make her too famous. Oh, is that the thing? Yeah. Oh, should we release? Are we, are we doing the podcast right now? I guess recording? so. I guess we are. Alright, we shouldn't release this one in case we get too famous. <laughs> I think she was correct. I don't, we haven't had to worry about that so far. Right. Okay. Well, you haven't done the intro yet, but I'll. So but before the intro, I'm going to say happy birthday to Nina Matsumoto. Thank you. So there we go. Uh, birthday over the weekend. Birthdays, yeah. And because it's your birthday, we've planned a special trip for you. Uh, I know you've uh -oh. been on one recently. But, uh, yeah, I think this is going to top it. We're going to Chilliwack. So you're, you're driving me out to the farms? <laughs> That's right. Go out to the dog food factory. I'm not that old yet. <laughs> Maybe next year. If you live in Chilliwack, you know the smell. My name is David Dedrick. I'm Ian Boothby. And if you didn't know, our guest today is birthday girl, 
Nina Matsumoto for her annual appearance, celebrating the fact that she's a year older. That's right. And a year wiser? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> we'll, we'll see on this on this podcast. Well, no, it's not fair to test that on this podcast because it's so early in the morning. Oh, yeah, we should say, like, when, what time we all got up this morning. I got okay. up at 5 a.m. Oh, that's oh nice. my God. That's pretty early. I got up at yeah. 4.30. Jeez. Well, I can't complain anymore because <laughs> I got up at 5.30. Oh, that's, okay, wow. You get good. ready fast. I do, yeah. I don't need much in the morning. I just picture that you've got one of those back poles like Batman. That you just slide down, then you're completely dressed and ready to go. Well, Ian, like, what, why do you need to make up at five? How much makeup do you need to put on? <laughs> A base coat of pancake. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Well, you look lovely this morning. Thanks. I put on my clown makeup, <laughs> and I put on the human makeup to cover up the clown makeup. Sure. Oh, that'll be a nice reveal for the kids. Oh yeah, yeah. Kids love clowns. <laughs> they love when someone takes their face clowns. off. Do the kids love clowns? I love clowns as a kid. I think we don't like scary clowns because it inverts their idea of what a clown is. That makes it scary. But I don't think clowns themselves are scary to kids. Well, I used to have a picture of a clown on my wall that my mom painted for me. Well, yeah, that's and different. the problem was yeah. she told me, because it was a smiling clown, and she told me, oh, whenever you leave the room, it looks sad. <laughs> so I always tried to, like, <laughs> go in and surprise <laughs> it. And so I thought it was alive, and I thought yeah, maybe yeah. I'm making it mad yeah. doing this. And I thought, oh, no, now i got an angry clown on my wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it became a creepy thing throughout the years. Sure, sure. Well, that is creepy. That is, That's a terrible thing to tell your child. That's a bad thing for your mom to tell you that. Although, she's obviously just joking around and parents don't realize the, you know, the power they have over their children's the lives. The deep trauma they can inflict yes, on exactly, children. Yeah, exactly. Lisa has a, a painting, not really a, sort of a painting of a clown that her, her step-grandmother did for her. But it, it's sort of a painting, but it also has like, uh, pasted on elements like the, the pom-pom and stuff like that. And, okay. But once again, it's horrifying because, you know, it's like a, it's like this kind of muted, you know, kind of ochre color kind of clown painting. And it's, it just looks, it looks like he's nauseated. He looks like he's nauseated. So it's just, you know, it's not something you want, you want to put on a wall. But I think clowns themselves, like as a kid, I, you know, I, we actually went to like a circus. Why, uh, you know, like there was still a thing like that, and I thought the clowns were great. They were hilarious. Well, I mean, that's like seeing, you know, a lion in the zoo. That's fine. <laughs> you know, but like if you saw a lion in your yard, yeah, bad. How many clowns have showed up in your yard? <laughs> yeah. Um, I people who have been clowns and then showed up in my yard, two. <laughs> I mean, there's the clown from. What are those movies are called? It. No, well, the clown from It, obviously. But there's another clown movie. There's one called Wrinkles. Killer clowns from outer space. There's one called Wrinkles the Clown. Oh, jeez. Which is like this documentary about this very creepy clown. Yeah, no. But his makeup is creepy. Like his eyes are black all around. Like this is like these giant, two giant black holes okay. of existential <laughs> angst. And of course, that's creepy looking. <laughs> no cl- real clown would do that, you know. But yeah, it's something. I think Wrinkles is a terrible name. For a clown as well, yeah. yeah. And then there's also that those movies, and I can't remember what they're called now. There's two of them, and it's about a clown who performs like, the most gruesome mutilations and murders people. But once again, he looks scary. He looks he's not like it's not an appealing makeup job. It's a job that's made 
to make him look creepy, and I think that's where it turns out on his head, which is why I found that Fantasy Island sequence of the woman's nightmare with a clown in it uh, scary as a kid is because it inverted the idea of what a clown was. A clown was this funny, safe, you know, comic persona, and suddenly, no, no, it's it's a person wearing makeup that's creepy and you don't know who it is. That, that inverts your idea of what a clown is. I think that what's makes it scary. I remember watching, uh, there's a Screen Junkies remember Screen Junkies, the YouTube channel, anyway, they sure. did, did this thing where they were had kids doing a quiz on, like, monsters and movies, and they do, like, they have Penny, whatever his name is, Pennywise, Penny Feather, uh, Pennywise, who also is, uh, I think, Batman's butler, <laughs> Alfred Pennywise the Clown, that's right, so Pennywise, Wait, is he also the Joker, you know, this all makes a lot of sense, no, it's coming together, okay, so, like, he, they, you know, show him, and he's just like a clown, and this little girl goes, Oh, I love clowns. And then he opens his mouth and it's all fangs. And she's like, <gasps> like, so, you know, her reaction is like, what? Your reaction is a kid should veto a clown, which is, I love clowns. Oh, this inverts what a clown is. That is kind of scary because now this safe thing for kids is now a scary thing for kids. Mm. I know. I don't like that. So was Wrinkles wouldn't murder people, right? That wasn't his thing. I don't think that was his thing. I haven't watched that one. I just I just saw it okay. on, Sh- on Shudder when I was tootling through the... Uh, it just that uh, reminds me. I just came back from Seattle. Uh, Dean has got better stories of where she's been from, so I'm gonna get my <laughs> Seattle thing out of the way. Sure. Uh, we went to the Seattle Art Museum and uh, saw two things. When we saw the uh, mobiles, which I didn't realize were invented in 1931. Okay. That's weird to me that no one thought of dangling things before then. That's pretty modern. Well, stuff was too heavy. You want to have like a dangling bunch of metal over top of your child. Well, that's the thing. Everyone then went, hey, this is great for on top of my man. It's a form of art. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't they use, like, like twigs and yarn or something and dangle that? Yeah, no, I guess they could. Because they, they no, do that if they're witches. Were, yeah. <laughs> were there no cats before this? And while you're dangling, you know, you see the baby also likes it. I'm like, all right. By the way, here's a bit of trivia. Uh, okay. What do you call, uh, so you got mobiles, yeah. statues that, you know, yeah, yeah. Are, uh, and they move. Yeah. Is it mobile? Yeah. What do you call a statue that doesn't move? There's a name for it. Immobile? Stabile. Stabile? Really? It's a stable. It just is. It must, so, be, it must be Italian, actually. So that was the warm-up act. And then we went in. And I forget the name of it, but it's that famous wave that's like yeah. knocking around three So you're talking about the Japanese artist. Yeah, Japanese. Well, yeah. It's woodcuts. So you're seeing a print from the woodcuts. Uh, but it, yeah, it was beautiful um seeing all this stuff but where i'm going to with this and then as you went farther along they also had stuff on manga like oh that's neat uh but then they had a room full of japanese demons and uh i can't take a japanese demon (laughs) so by by demon you mean like the the oni or those masks those masks they well they had uh they were woodcuts of, of them that sounds fun. And uh, yeah, creepy as hell. Yeah. So yeah. creepy. Yeah, all coming for kids and all very creative. And you know, they have their one gimmick each. What, what bugs me about Pennywise is he can do anything. Yeah. You know, he can turn into anything. He can read your mind. He can show up anywhere. Yeah. He's an alien. Oh, by the way, he's also a spider. It's like, <laughs> fuck off. He's in the sewer. He's in your dreams. Yeah, it's a bit much. It's too much. You're everything. Calm down. It's enough that you're a creepy clown. 
learn from the Japanese ghosts. <laughs> oh yeah, there's well, that. Sorry. No, no, I was saying like uh, the yokai, which gets translated as ghosts or spirits or demons. Uh, it's like its own category of monster, I would say. They all exist because they all came up with like, like, oh, why does this thing happen? Oh, it's because this yokai did it. And it's like the most like some of them are the most inane things. Like, oh, this uh-huh, this yokai licks the grime out of your bathtub. <laughs> or this yokai likes to take the pillow from your head and put it <laughs> out of your feet. Or just like weird pranksters or things that like live well, pr- yeah, pranksters around your house and like do things at night. And they're pretty harmless for the most part, yeah, I would yeah. say. And they each have their own purpose. Is that because they fun. were all like just farther back in the lineup? And, you know, it's like, what am I the ghost of? Okay, so... I think it's just a way for people to, like, cover up their own mistakes. You put like, oh, that was just a yokai. I guess that's it. They're, like, the family circus of, uh... Oh, pretty Japan, much. Japan, right? Like, who me, or... I yeah. don't know, or whatever their name of those ghosts were. Is it uh, not me? Not me yeah, or something? Yeah, I don't know, and, uh, not me. <laughs> yeah, I guess those are yokai. Those kind of count as yokai. <laughs> <laughs> the yokai family circus. In Japan, there's, like, hundreds of them. Um... I was going to say there's a, I can't, I don't know the name of it because it's, it's, it's a Japanese word so I can't remember it, but there's a film about, I think it's from the 50s, early 60s, of, it's a horror movie of people going to, to Japanese hell, and it basically just takes you through all the stages of the horror of, of Japanese hell, of oh, all yeah. the various parts of it, the, the drowning in water, the freezing, the burning, the, all these different things that happen to these characters. And they're all kind of making their way through it, you know? And they're all such, they're all, they're all such minor things. Like, none of them are like murderers or anything. They're all like, yeah. almost like a pickpocket. And, you know, they're just going through this right, right. horrible, this ghastly uh, fate. It's, it's quite the movie. That's how they kept people in line. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there was one that was recently like that. It was like a two-parter. It was quite popular. And yeah, the person has to go through the whole thing. And... Yeah, and, and at every stage, it's like, well, looks like you're guilty. And then there's one last thing, like, wait a minute, you forgot. There was a firefighter who, like, saved someone's life. And so, you know, it's one of the one people in 10,000 that gets to, you know, maybe make it to heaven. And the rest just are hanging out outside of hell. It's like, this is a bad afterlife. <laughs> I want to tell you how to run your afterlife, but crying out loud. Just get a job as one of those ghosts. You know, makes your food stink in the fridge or something. <laughs> so you went to Seattle just for this art museum? Yeah, we just wanted to, to see um, the, the woodcuts. Pia, my wife Pia, uh, is a big fan of uh, of the Great Wave. And again, I'm forgetting the... Hokusai? There you go. And Hokusai, uh, is it? Hokusai, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, it was also just an excuse to go to the States for the first time in three years. Yeah, and you know that's nice. Oh, you know, yeah, it was really, it was really quite nice. We went to. So sorry, was it a, it was a Hokusai exhibit or? Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. You know, that guy was like seventy or eighty when he did the big wave. Oh, really? I didn't. And now I feel let down by that exhibit. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you missed the card. It just took him a long time to like make it big. The first thing when you go in there is there is a Lego representation of that wave. Oh, and and you know the, the actual woodcuts uh, are good, but they don't live up to the Lego. The Lego. But why? Why is there a Lego thing? There? <laughs> yeah, really. What's, what's the purpose? Was there a Lego exhibition? No, it was just a Lego representation of the wave. Is that so? Like the, the kids son really likes Lego. The kids won't get bored. I, I don't know. 
I think someone did it, hmm. and uh, it looked pretty good. Also, the, the print itself is pretty small, right? Yes. And so they're just woodblock prints. And yeah, you would say like Mona Lisa small, dis- like disappointing kinda, small. Kind of, except Mona Lisa is presented in a way that it's like, oh, it's the center of the room, all, all eyes on it. Yeah. Uh, and this, you know, you would kind of just stumble upon it and go, yeah. oh, there it is. Like, okay. Well, I recently learned how small uh, Salvador Dali's paintings are. Like, oh, is that right? They're are like they small as well? Yeah, they're small. They're like, because uh, someone I know went to an exhibit having his like, original paintings. Yeah. And they're like the size of like a standard piece of computer paper. They're tiny. You wouldn't think so. With, like, yeah, no, they're quite elaborate. Get there. And, mm-hmm. He does have a bigger one though, right? Because there is like a Last Supper kind of painting by him. Is there? So about his yeah. take on the Last Supper. <laughs> That's right. A Jesus mel- is melting. <laughs> a melting Jesus, yeah. A lot of ants yeah. on the table. <laughs> What's going on? And everyone's got a mustache. Typical picnic. Everyone's eating clogs. I think everyone had a mustache at the time, anyways. Yeah, That's true. They hadn't invented shaving yet. <laughs> That's why Dali had to have that like, crazy one to one up everyone else. I think, I think they were rejecting the Romans because the Romans shaved. So was Dally the only one with that mustache at the time? Or was yeah, that it was, I think so. It was his bit. <laughs> his bit. <laughs> I'm sure there were some people who was like, bit. Let's I'm sure some people like rolled his eye, rolled their eyes when he walked into the room. Yeah, of they course like, they oh, did. Like this guy. What a bit. <laughs> Look at the tension he wants. That's, that's my new thing. That's how I forgive people for stuff. They go, oh, what a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you forgive people when they say. Yeah, if they're, like, like, doing if, a they're, bit. if they're rude to me, I just like, I just like, oh, it's just a bit. Yeah, it's their They're just doing like, the mean girl bit or whatever, you know. The mean, I'm the mean cashier. You think it's a bit? Yeah, it's just a bit. Okay. In fact, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say like, oh, my grandfather's dementia is a bit. Oh, wow. He's just playing us, he's just playing us. He's a long con. Pretty soon he's going to be like, eh, gotcha. Give me back all the money you took out of my account. Now I know what you really thought of me. He went out of his account. What's that? Now I know what you really thought. Yeah, that's right. You said it to your face. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure like why you went to Seattle because I'm I'm very behind a podcast right now. Due I know to my, you are. <laughs> Some of the wait, I was like out of town for two and a half weeks, yeah. and I have all these podcasts piled, including Sneaky Dragon. So I really have no idea what has been going on right, in your your lives. <laughs> so podcasts are illegal in Japan, so you can't listen. You have to delete them as soon as you cross the border. <laughs> you have to show them your phone. Yeah. And they listen to them in the opposite way, like manga. So That's why they don't like them. Confusing. They don't exactly. like them. Exactly. And also, actually, uh, and this is real. <laughs> the podcast, um, not not as popular in Japan because radio is still huge. Oh, okay. Yeah. People like, love listening to the radio still. Interesting. Celebrities go on radio all the time. Yeah. There's like radio shows. Uh, they have more variety on there. Yeah. They still do like dramas and like comedy bits and stuff like that. Sure. So it's more stuff worth listening to. It's like what radio used to be here. Yeah. That's funny. Lisa just came back from Australia. Oh really? And I I said, and I wasn't meaning like backwards. Like, are they like, you know, some sort of uncivilized country? But I said, are they kind of like? Does it feel like? Because you're saying like where she was and she was like in Sydney and, and Canberra and then also out in the rural areas she said you don't really see like foreign cars like imported cars there like there's yeah. not like really like status cars like everyone just kind of drives normal cars yeah everywhere yeah. you go and I said 
And I said, well, I've been thinking about that. And I said, it's like, does it feel like Australia is like, kind of like, behind us in a way? Like, it's like, and she goes, yeah, it feels like, a lot of places I was at, I'd be like, well, this is like Langley 30 years ago. Hmm. Yeah. This is like, such and such, like the streets were, like it had like big roads like this, but they were way emptier than our roads. Like it just wasn't, so there's was like, you know, it's like they're gonna get to here, bless their hearts, but right now they're like, you know, a little bit behind. And it feels like, so you could say the same, not that Japan is like behind, but well, you kind of choose, you kind of choose your, your, what you want to advance in, you know, like so, yeah, yeah. you know, like radio is still popular. Yeah. So people, people haven't, Abandoned radio and like given over to like whatever people do, do in, their, in their cars now. I yeah, people always assume Japan is like this super advanced country, but yeah, it's really not. It's just in some ways, like you said, and in some ways they're they're still very very uh, behind the times. I mean, uh, they still use fax machines. Like that's still very yeah. commonly used. Wow. And also, like up until <laughs> up until the pandemic, yeah. uh, cash was like the number one way to pay, and nobody used credit cards really. Oh man, like. I guess now I can finally say I was in Japan for two and a half weeks. Yes, that's yes. why I know this. I haven't been since the pandemic start, started, yeah. of course. So it's been five years. Last time I was twenty eighteen, and they made uh, card payment like way more readily available, like everywhere. It's so nice. Yeah. So you, you used to have to like exchange so much cash before going there. Okay. And now, like, um, almost every place takes a uh, card. Was, that was not the case until uh, the pandemic began, and, and people started getting wary of handling cash. So I'm glad they finally uh, upgraded their payment systems to accept those. <laughs> Hooray Japan! It's so helpful. And also like, the currency exchange is amazing right now. Uh, not just for Canadians, but like especially for Americans. So I, was, I went with Bob and like Bob yeah. was especially like amazed by how cheap everything was compared to when, because he also went to 18. Okay. And he went for the first time in his life in 18. Yeah. And uh, now it's like it's way more affordable of a trip. Oh, that's good. Yeah, something like um, hundred. Uh, what would be our equivalent of a hundred dollars in Canada? It's really like sixty dollars American. Okay. Like in Japan, I mean, because I could say like oh, ten thousand yen is sixty dollars American, but. I don't know what 10,000 yen is usually. Yeah. When currency is counted in that way, I think it throws people off. Yeah. Right? yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, 10,000 yen, you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, it's like more equivalent of 100 bucks. Wow. Well, I'm so glad that you finally got to have a honeymoon. I know. We were supposed to go in 2020 after getting married in 2020. And uh, I don't know how many people who don't usually go to Japan know this, but they were closed for a really long time to um, to tourists. Oh, okay. Yeah, like yeah, they for they years. Down. They're they're an island, so they were able to uh, mm -hmm. they were able to, to close themselves off from the pandemic, kind of like New Zealand. And they were they were blaming uh, any like cases of COVID on foreigners for a long time. They didn't have like oh, Japan. Yes, <laughs> Japan blamed foreigners. <laughs> Why this yeah. should open? There, there were even some some like instances of there being an elevator for Japanese people, an elevator for foreigners. Oh yeah. And it's like well, there were a lot of foreigners or visible foreigners. Yeah, yeah. I shouldn't even call them foreigners because they're like visible non-Japanese 
people who live in Japan yeah, yeah. are not foreigners or tourists. <laughs> and I think they uh, they were like dealing with that for a while, like the yeah, prejudice yeah. they faced. Yeah, um, Japanese people. I guess because I, um, I guess because I like to watch manga artists drawing on YouTube, I'll often get Japanese-related content, Japan-related uh-huh. content on YouTube. But one was this. It was an interview with this girl. It was really interesting because her parents were British, and they moved to Japan because they were interested in Japanese uh, pottery, and so they were working there as artists. And so she was born there in Japan, and she went to school in Japan. She went to university in Japan. She works in Japan, yet she is not Japanese because she is. Her parents are British. It was interesting because you know she's like a tall blonde girl, and there's pictures of her with her classmates and stuff like that. And her because also she lived in a rural area as well. Yeah. And so even more kind of removed from, you know, she's the only... Yeah, that must be tough. <laughs> that must be really tough. Yeah. Westman, yeah. She seemed pretty balanced about it, but oh. but I think she did seem kind of... not unhappy with the idea that she could never be a true Japanese citizen, right? Because she's, yeah, because they'll, they'll probably never uh, accept her as one, yeah, yeah. As one of them, so unfortunately. She would have been, been one of those people having to use the elevator yeah, for foreigners. Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, after that picture was posted online, I think there was some outrage and the, the company or whatever who owns a building apologized. Oh, okay, yeah, well, that's good. But still, it, yeah, yeah. it was really shoddy for a while. <laughs> so well, it was like, people it was are like scared. Back people are scared they behave badly. That's true. Yeah, things felt, like, relatively normal there, which is nice. That's good. I thought we would have to still wear a mask all the time, but uh, it's actually, like, half the people wear masks. Uh, Half people wear masks, yeah. Yeah, um, that's probably what I it was, was like expecting, before the pandemic. Yeah, I was expecting uh, like more, actually. Yeah. Because I always heard people say like, "Oh, they're always masked in Japan." But I mean, we went and it's like, "Oh, actually, it's like half people are masked there." And you were right, like that is probably like normal for them, like the default. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially at this time of year, it's like it's cold season. Yeah, yeah. Which is actually when we went there, it was hot. It felt like summer, like Vancouver summer. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. It would be like like twenty four degrees. So unseasonably warm. It was unseasonably warm. Yeah, like we were there for like we were in Tokyo for a week, and then we uh, were uh, in the Kansai region for a week. So that's like Osaka, Kyoto, that kind of area, and then we were back in Tokyo for uh, another half week. But for the first couple of weeks there, it was like it was so warm. We were not expecting that. We, like, we bought clothing for autumn weather. Yeah. And it sucked because it was just sweltering everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And it, That's funny. They were saying in the news, like, oh, this is unseasonably warm. I mean, we see that every year. Like, every year. The when summer's you, getting longer and longer. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then it eventually got um, cooler, which is good because it was like a nice transition back into Vancouver weather because it seemed pretty cold here yeah, so, yeah. while we were away. Oh, it's been nice. It's funny when we went to Great Britain, Lisa and I. It, it rained the whole time we were there. Like in Italy, people were dying of heart attacks from the heat. Yes. Greece was on fire, and it was raining in England, and everyone was like, "Oh, geez, sorry, it's raining here." We're like, "Oh no, we love it. This is, <laughs> this is yeah, the best." Yeah, we're used to. It's better than the usual like muggy heat that they have there. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just collapsing in the streets, which is... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, no, it's nice. The last time I was there uh, in Japan, it was much cooler, and I was there for Halloween. And that was like, that was only five years ago, but now, uh, 
this year it felt like Tokyo, or at least Tokyo area, uh, was just like <laughs> Halloween was canceled basically. Did you hear about what happened in Sh uh, Shibuya? What they did in Shibuya? No. Shibuya Ward, uh, part, of, part of the Tokyo area. Because of what happened to Korea, like, Korea last year, like people died because of like like, a crowd, like lack of crowd control and oh, yeah, uh, like, people got trampled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because people were help, uh, partying in the streets and Halloween. That's what usually happens. Like people just um, gather in sh uh, outside of Shibuya in costumes and like drink and stuff. Okay. Halloween's never been a huge thing in Japan for a long time, but most recent years they've been doing that in Shibuya. But this year they canceled it because of what happened in Korea last year, um, which I kind of understand. But also it was in another country, so I don't know why they're they're so cautious about it. I don't know why they can't just like get better crowd control. Um, they just said like you're not allowed to show. Uh, actually, <laughs> they put out a weird ad about this saying like. Uh, don't come to Shibuya, uh, open carry, like, not, not guns, obviously, but like, uh, yeah, like, like, um, well, alcohol, alcohol, yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. alcohol is not allowed, open container, not yeah. allowed, um, just like, you're just not allowed to like hang out there, like loiter, huh? and stuff like that, but they didn't say no costumes, which is weird, because you would think that's what makes it Halloween, yeah, um, and they also, you know, the, the famous Hachiko statue, the dog, it, that's in Shibuya, around the station, they actually put barriers around it wow. because I guess people usually meet around there and tourists like to gather there and they just kind of like. I was interrupted to say they were, were passing older growth now. So okay. I'm gonna point that out. Okay, moment of silence. Moment of silence. Weaving. Alright, go on. I guess you just figured oh, if you cover up the famous dog statue, uh, people won't come here. Or <laughs> they'll just forget it. Yeah, yeah. So it was really weird and like everywhere else felt like they just were not celebrating Halloween. We went to Disneyland. October 30th. Yeah. I also went to October, uh, to Disneyland October 30th, uh, five years ago. There were like lots of pros. Sorry, distracted. Uh, Halloween decorations everywhere in the park, as you might imagine. Yeah. But this time there was like nothing. Like, really? Like absolutely nothing. Maybe they've decided it's American imperialism. <laughs> they don't care about that though. They love. They Japan love loves. Oh, they do. Japan <laughs> loves uh, cultural appropriation and commercialism. <laughs> Like any fun thing from a different culture, uh, they're like, ooh, let's like, Me let's take too. this. <laughs> they love theming, so yeah. I was just shocked by how everywhere was like, actually pretending like Halloween was not a thing anymore. Wow. It was kind of disappointing, so I felt like I missed Halloween. Yeah. It's kind of a shame. I didn't even see like kids trick or treating this time, which I saw last year. For former friend of the show, uh, Robin Bucci, uh, posted on Facebook a uh, a little uh, article from the Canadian Encyclopedia say, stating that the first written example of teenagers' Halloween retreating was here in Vancouver in 1880 something. What, seriously? Maybe 1898. 1898, it's one of that, yeah. Yeah. Teenagers? Yeah. Specifically teenagers, not kids. Not kids, yeah. It was teenagers who dressed up in costume and went and visited neighbors. And you had to give them salmon Ooh. back then. <laughs> the candy stuff. That's right. Then so they went for candied salmon and then from there to candy. It was a tough transition. Those years, there was a half salmon, half candy in your bag. Well, there was no, yeah, there was no, there was no bag. It was just like people visited in costume, visited houses, and then they a said pack of smokes. And then it just said, and everyone was very friendly and welcoming. And it was like, oh, well, yes, oh, odd. Well, before that, it was just kids trick or treating, the children, and then 
Vancouver made it and things that like not not just for kids. No, no, they didn't. That's the first example of like people dressing up. Just yeah. people dressing up. The first, yeah. first trick or treaters were uh, teens, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's more like it's more like almost like Christmas caroling, where you went yeah. to different houses and, and you visited. So if, yeah. If they, if you're one of the grumps now, we're going. Hey, ah, oh, these teenagers are trying to drink. It's like, no, that's traditional, that's man. That's traditional, yes. You've forgotten the spirit, and now you're going to be haunted by the great pumpkin. The ghost who will clean your bathtub or something. There should be, there should be Halloween caroling. Halloween caroling. The, the one yeah. Halloween uh, song everyone knows. Yeah. The Monster Master. <laughs> you guys, there is a 20 song mix on Sticky Dragon. Yes, yes. Listening party that details some of my favorite. Halloween songs, including Barnabas, the song that got me into uh, Save My Save My Life, uh, Dark Shadows. So. Oh right. Well, I imagine you guys already talked about your Halloween, so I'll listen <laughs> to that episode instead of asking you about yeah, it. Yeah, that's funny. I was gonna say I knew that you were headless for the show because last week I said, "Oh, this will be Nina's birthday episode," and then you wrote this week and said, "Let's make this episode my birthday episode." And I was like, <laughs> "Yeah." Like I said last week, it's fine. I was like, oh, well, I said, oh, Nina hasn't had time yeah. to listen to the show. So like, I came home before uh, before my birthday, yeah, which was on Saturday, uh, but I was too jet lagged. Yeah, I, yeah. I couldn't have done it. No, no, no. Yeah, I was groggy for a while there. <laughs> also, just catching up with like life in general. Sure. Yeah, 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 no, no. Or work. You need to decompress up even. Oh, totally. So just two and a half weeks. Yeah, two and a half weeks. It's a longer stuff. So what's uh, the difference between uh, Disney in Japan and Disney in uh, North America? Um, we're talking about Disneyland because there's also Disney Sea, which we also visited. We, we Sorry, Disney Sea. Yeah, Disney Sea. Oh, so a lot of people don't know about. Yeah, what um, is Disney Sea? There's, di- there's land and sea, right? There's Disneyland and Disney Sea. Oh, I get. Yeah, I get. Okay. It. A lot of people so don't know about Disney Air, Air or will there ever be a Disney Air? I I heard there were rumors that they were going to make Disney Sky. But I think those are just those were just rumors. Okay. Yeah, there, there were rumors that like oh they were gonna make Disney Sky and they got canceled. But I think it's just like an urban myth. I like the idea um, that they've confused the idea that land means like like the idea that it's just a kingdom. Right. Right. Yeah. Into like the idea that it's just land is it it's on the ground. So let's make one that's on the sea. Well, they're both by the they are both actually by the sea. Okay. It's a my it's a Mayama. And Tokyo Disneyland, it's smaller than um, the one in Anaheim. Um, like some of the rides that you would see in Disney, uh, Anaheim or in Disney Sea, like for example, this is weird. Pirates of the Caribbean is on land, but oh. Indiana Jones is on sea. You, you think it's the other way around? They saw the new movie. Yeah. <laughs> and also, some of the rides are like. And attractions, I should say attractions and the rides, uh, are slightly different. Like Space Mountain is just slightly different. Actually, each Space Mountain is different from uh, Tokyo, Anaheim, Florida. Oh, really? Yeah, they're all slightly different. Oh. I, uh, I heard Florida is the best one. Really? Uh, yeah. The Tiki Room, which I love. I really don't like the <laughs> Japanese version, though, because it's like taken over by Stitch, Lilo Stitch. Oh, I hate when and, they Yeah, that. I know. And they don't, they don't sing the Tiki Room song. Which to me is the entire point of the TV room. That's like that's the, the parents, and the electronic parents, and that yeah. Or like not you parents, just sit in the room. It's it's a good like break from the walking and the sun. You just like go inside this dark room <laughs> yeah, and yeah. you just watch these animatronics for yeah, a while. Yeah. Except in uh, Japan, there was like 
stitch. He's, you would think, like, oh, he's like, run, run amok, and he's ruining the, the party, but no, he just comes out in the middle with a guitar, and he sings a nice song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the end. It's, it's really anticlimactic. Yeah. What happened to Stitch? Is he okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's kind that's of calmed down a bit. Or something. That's not Stitch. And also, churros are a big thing in uh, Anaheim, Disneyland. I'm not sure about Florida, but it is a big thing in Anaheim. Different flavored churros. Like, churros. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, yes. like uh, like different stands outside. People line up for them for a long time. Uh, but in Japan, it's popcorn flavored popcorn. Is oh, okay. I was not. You know, I'm, I'm not too impressed by the churros in Anaheim. I'm not too impressed by the popcorn in, in <laughs> Tokyo Disneyland either. Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's worth lining up for. But you see, like, just enormous, enormous lines for some of the interesting. I mean, you said the churros are outside of Disneyland. No, I mean, I mean, like, they're, it's outdoors. Oh, it's there, outdoors. There's like oh, various okay, like little uh, churro stands. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I wasn't there when we went in 2004. Okay. Went, yeah, yeah I, maybe it's a more recent thing. I don't know. Uh, but Disney Sea though is like a totally different thing. It's more, more for a little bit more for adults. Oh, also you can drink anywhere. <laughs> well, in uh, Disneyland, Disney Sea, they just serve beer at every like food place, which is great. It's not the case in, in Anaheim at all. Well, no, it's that's more European. I imagine in, uh, if you went to uh, Disney Euro Disney, then they would allow drinking. We know they, although they don't allow drinking in the parks uh, in Disneyland, there's still downtown Disney, which is like. I'm talking about the Anaheim one, uh, yeah. right outside the park, so you can like get get drunk there and then go into the, uh, the park. <laughs> and you know, California Adventure, which is right next to yep. Disneyland Anaheim, yep. uh, they they serve drinks there too. So there are, there are ways around it. Although, that. man, like the, the alcohol laws are so much more lax in Japan. It's it's amazing. Uh, California Disneyland, uh, not California Disneyland, California Adventure, Anaheim. I tried to get a a drink there once at one of the stands. And I showed them my like my BCID. They were like, "Oh no, you need your passport." I was like, "My passport?" But it's like back in my hotel. They're like, "Yeah, you need your passport." I'm like, oh my god! So I actually did like leave, get my passport at, my, at our hotel, and then come back. I was so mad about it though. I was like, "Can you tell that I'm like old enough to drink?" I'm like nearly forty. I've been with I've been with you when you're part of those. Yeah, that was only last it's year. It's so ridiculous. Like, just give me a drink. And yeah. also, it was, are you saying to them like, can't you tell I'm an adult? You're in Disney World. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. You're wearing no, it was, it was California Adventure. That's where the adults go to yeah, drink. That's right. And, and it's like I'm obviously of age, of a drinking age, and also. No, no other place asked for a passport. They were fine with BCID, so I don't know what, what the deal was with this guy who needed my, my passport to serve me, like, a beer. Meanwhile, in Japan, they don't like cards at all. <laughs> no, they don't care. What's the, what's the, is there a drinking age there? Oh yeah, 20. If you buy alcohol at, like, a convenience store, they yeah. just, have, they don't card you, they just have to, like, press a button saying, yes, I am 20 or older. So they just they looked at North America. They went, let's just go between America and Canada. <laughs> let's choose the year. Yeah, pretty much. I think there, there's some semblance of uh, of like control, but really they don't they don't care that much. Anyway, so Dizzy C. Yes. Like I said, it's more for adults. Okay. Um, and more for couples, but you, you still see kids there. Like I mentioned, uh, the parks are both by the actually by the sea in Japan. However. DCC has a fake sea inside of the, inside of the park. Yeah, it's like this area that looks like 
That's um, like a beach. It's part of the sea. No, there's it's, there's no beach. It's like it's an area. There's an area called. There's various areas, by the way. There's like Agrabah, based on Aladdin. Yeah. There's like, uh, and then the part I'm thinking uh, talking about is called the Mysterious Island. That has the uh, there's like various rides that you can only ride in Disney Sea. Like it's nowhere else in the world. Uh, why, is there, why is there a desert at uh, Disney Sea? Like, oh, I don't. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but it's Agrabah, right? So it's in the town. Okay. You know? uh, they have like Aladdin themed rides there, and like the palace and stuff. Uh, the the mysterious does almost drown in it, so there must be water. There's water in the there, movie. Yeah, okay. there's some. That's his first wish, I think, or second wish. Oh right, yeah. Is the drowning to get out of there. Yeah, but he doesn't. Uh, it's not he a doesn't wish. Yeah. Wish. yeah. Yeah, the genie takes him out of there. Uh, the Mysterious Island has the Journey to the Center of the Earth uh, ride and the 28,000 Leagues Under the... What's it called? Under the Sea. Yeah. They have Leagues Under the Sea. Yes, yes. They still have that ride? Yeah. Wow. But it's different. It's totally different. It's not like the old one. It's yeah, better. I think the Anaheim one got turned into Finding Nemo. Yeah, because that one... Don't you actually go into the water in like a little submarine? Well... Or it was like yeah, that, the old one, but it's all like murky, you can't see anything. It doesn't actually move, I, I think it's just Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a, it's basically like an aquarium, right? Yeah, you're sitting, you're just standing around. But this one's an actual ride. It's really clever because they make it seem like you're going to the sub, and then the water effects, like there is actual water, but it's like in the window, it's just the windows. Okay. So you see like bubbles uh, in the windows, but it's not actually, it makes it look like it's outside. Like you're underwater, but it's not. And then you have like lights you can control, so you can see around. Uh, it's it's very cleverly done. And then uh, to the center of the Earth, you like basically go deep in, inside, or go inside the Earth, and then it shoots you out, uh, like without warning, without much warning, like out through the volcano. There's a volcano also, like a fake volcano, as you see. In twenty thousand leagues. No, this one's journey to the center. Oh, journey, oh, journey yeah. to the center. There. Oh, oh sorry. yeah. And they also have um, trackless rides in Dizzy Sea, which are really cool. It was like special um, special tech developed just for Dizzy Sea, I think. It's not like, uh, it's not Wi-Fi, it's not no, no, G- GPS. It's kind of like that, except it's like entirely located within these rides. Yeah. So you're in, you're like sitting in these like carts because there's no tracks, it's just kind of like sliding around the floor in different ways. It's like it's at random. Oh. Most time, they know where to position you yeah, yeah. based on the position of the other wow. car. So like so every time you go on, you get a slightly different experience. Right. So it's kind of like bumper cars where you don't bump each other. Exactly. Yeah. So there's like Pooh's Honey Hunt, based on one of the Pooh's. <laughs> yeah. And the, the the new one, the newest one, uh, the Beauty and the Beast ride is amazing. That came out September 2020. Like right in like <laughs> the thick of COVID, <laughs> so I think um, a lot of people, like here in North America, who are super into Disneyland parks, they didn't get to go, and I think these many of them still haven't gone seen this, yeah. this like brand new ride, and uh, so that one's also trackless, but also they have like, amazing animatronics. You can look up clips of it, like previews of it, on on YouTube, and then. Um, Actually, the, the star attraction for, for us, I think, at DZC is this, uh, it's called Sinbad, 
Sinbad as the amazing boy, like amazing story or something like that. So I'm getting completely wrong. Yeah. It's too early. It, it's kind of like it's kind of like a mix of Pirates of the Caribbean and it's a small world. So it's like a boat ride. You're seeing all these different vignettes and animatronics. And there's an original song by Alan Menken. Oh yeah. What? Who was like famous for doing a lot of Disney stuff? Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, a lot of good Disney songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's in, it's in Japanese. Um, but it's a, it's a really catchy song. You just hear it over and over and over again. Because, like I said, it's like it's a small world, but it's actually good. <laughs> and that one, yeah. it's I don't know why it's like a Sinbad ride. Because there's no like Disney thing that's Sinbad, except for this ride. It's completely removed from yeah, any other Is there a Sinbad something that. Uh, no, there isn't. There's like, I don't know, let's just make something based on Sinbad. I yeah, guess. And public domain, I guess? Yeah, I guess so. Why not? Have at it. If, I'm if, sure they've tried to make a Sinbad thing. I'd be shocked oh, if they Oh, probably, yeah. Um, well, maybe they try and then enter into a ladder or something. They're both based on Arabian Nights, right? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Sinbad based on Arabian Nights? I don't know that. Is it no? Is it like connected somehow to Raving Nights? Or am I getting this completely wrong? I don't think it is. Okay. Well, I don't know what I'm talking about. It's connected to amazing skeleton fights. That's all I know. Okay. Giant so, cyclopses. If, if anyone if anyone thinks you're never gonna go to DCC, I'm um just look it up on you look up the ride on YouTube. Yeah. And you'll see what I'm talking about. It's really cool. It yeah. used to be totally different than when it first came out. Apparently, it used to be um much like darker. There's no song. And it was like scarier, okay. But it was too scary for kids, so yeah, they changed it. Because yeah. before it was like Sinbad, uh, like say, okay, there's one area you go in uh, on the boat. There's a bunch of monkeys everywhere, and originally, originally the monkeys were attacking, or it looked like they were attacking you, okay, or about to attack you, or and attacking Sinbad. But after they they um, they changed things up added the song, made things more positive. Yeah. Uh, they made it so that Sinbad is taming the monkeys by using like a magical instrument. I like before you enter that room, there's like, an old guy telling Sinbad, oh you must uh, tame those aggressive monkeys with the <laughs> magical instruments. Before I imagine he told him like you gotta kill those monkeys. You gotta do some of those monkeys. So that that that's that one like we actually wrote the uh, Sinbad twice. Uh, between those two rides, the, the two times we wrote it, we found out like oh they changed it to make it less scary. So the second time we were like looking out for like okay what did they change? Yeah, yeah. The monkey area makes it very apparent because like the monkeys are holding like bananas in very strange ways. It's like oh like. Before I was thinking, why is this monkey holding this banana? This is like in a stabby ocean. <laughs> well, that's an odd way to hold a bunch of bananas. Yeah. After I learned what they did, it's like, oh, that makes sense. That'd be like a fun video to do. Everyone knows that you like, shoot with bananas. <laughs> yeah. If you have to, you just go. You, you shoot like you know the ride, which is you know very sweet, and they go. But it used to be a bit different, <laughs> and then you know kids are coming out covered in monkey blood and crying. You had to kill all the monkeys. Make sure you. Make sure you got all the monkeys. Hey. And then a monkey pops out from like you know the part. Yeah. There's also a part where it, it look it looks like um, the monkeys are hanging a bunch of bananas over you. But I was like, oh, that that was probably like a boulder or something. <laughs> we were threatening. 
They just like replace everything with bananas. Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to see if there's like a there's footage of what the white use look like. Oh, there. Yeah, there probably there, there has to be. So you guys also went to, uh, is it Nintendo World? Oh, actually, we didn't go there. We were planning on going okay. to Universal Studios uh, to see their, what they did with Halloween. Because apparently that's a better park to go to for Halloween celebration. Oh, okay. Right. And uh, also they, they, like in Disney, they stopped right at October 31st. After that, they like changed everything back. Uh, Universal Studios, Halloween is until November 6th. So I was like, oh good, we'll be in that, uh, it's in Osaka. I was like, oh, we're gonna be in that area. Yeah. But unfortunately, um, Disney World, which is like, not Disney World, uh, Nintendo World, the new, the new Nintendo theme area, you have to buy a separate ticket for that. And they're fully booked until December. Oh. It's too popular, it's too new, I guess. Like, yeah, it's too new. It came out yeah. like last year, so I thought we'd have a chance, but no. Uh, so we were like, oh, well, forget it then. Because also, Bob likes, one piece and Universal Studios Japan usually does one piece stuff, but that's only the summer we found out. So no one piece, no Nintendo, <laughs> no deal. We didn't care about other stuff they were featuring there, like uh, Minions and uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, which is like the, the latest, hottest anime, which we don't watch. So maybe next time we go, which we're hoping will be in a couple of years and not five years. Yeah, yeah. That's too long to wait. Especially as we get older. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they're in more into podcasts and stuff like that then. <laughs> yeah, because it's even harder for, for Bob to explain his job there. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard here, even harder there. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys make money off of this? Yeah. Oh. What? Not even. So going back to Australia for a second. Yeah. Uh, so was Lisa okay with like uh, shaking out her shoes and doing all the Australian things? Well, she didn't really, I didn't really hear much about that. She did go to a place. They did go to a place where it was like in a bush area, and then they had a guy. In, <coughs> he had a, He had some uh, laminated sheets that had pictures of snakes on them. And okay. he's like, he said, like we're really original here in Australia. So this is a brown snake. We call it a brown snake because it's brown. <laughs> if this bites you, you'll die. This is a copperhead snake. We call it a copperhead snake because its head is covered copper colored. If it bites you, you'll die. This is like a picture of a such and such. And then they had to sleep outside. <laughs> but they were all in like personal tents. So they didn't have like a, they didn't have any like sleep, like two to a tent or whatever. Yeah. They basically had like a body bag. They zipped up around them. And I, but I, I thought, well, maybe that's just to keep snakes from crawling into the tent because then you're like, you're in a cage, yeah. you're in a cocoon. Everything's trying to kill you in Australia. Yeah. It's too dark to see the color of them. But they didn't have much of that, although she said they were at like a... They, she didn't do it because Lisa doesn't like water very much, but there was a kayaking thing. And the kids were doing it. Lisa was like on the shore and she could see like stingrays and jellyfish floating by and stuff like that. And she's like, this can't be good. What are the kids doing? <laughs> Sorry, well, what was she there for? Oh, she went as the coach of uh, Canada's Inter International Mounted Games team. Oh, okay. Amount of games, or Prince Philip games as we call them at Pony Club, is basically basically like sports day games on horseback. Mm -hmm. So a lot of like exchanging things or putting stuff into buckets or, you know, picking stuff up and get, jumping back on your horse and racing down or just things like that. So it's, uh, uh, so yeah, they went, um, 
uh, she went with a team of five kids, and then there was her, and then one other supervisor went. And uh, yeah, so they went to Sydney. They were going to do this. There's like a, a bridge walk in Sydney where you like, it's kind of like the Golden Gate Bridge, but you can climb up it. You can go right, right up onto the top of the arch of this bridge. Or oh, up cool. by the arch, I guess, by the pillars or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And but she, and uh, while she was there, she heard this, say, this guy say, yeah, nice talking to you, mate. And he walked by and Lisa was like, that guy looked like Jamie Oliver. It was Jamie Oliver. Oh, <laughs> nice. I guess she, the uh, coach for Australia was apparently this really, uh, how do you describe him? A real card, a real a guy doing a bit the whole time. Mm-hmm. He was constantly like, you know, if he was doing like photos with the kids, he'd get them to pose in certain ways to make like a, you know, they went to like this dino dinosaur village yeah. somewhere and he actually had like... they the, still have dinosaurs in Australia, right? Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, it's a closed, closed, uh, yeah, they call them dinies. closed climate, so there's no, you know, they can have, they can have monotremes, marsupials, and dinosaurs. But, um, they, uh, he would get the key, he was putting the kids into, like, the egg, like, in the display and taking pictures of them. <laughs> like, this is like, I don't think we're allowed in the egg. <laughs> like, but he was, like, putting the kids, like, into, like, the dioramas and having them pose as if they're being chased by the dinosaurs and stuff. Like Lisa's looking around for like people who work there, you know. But he was just like a real nut. When she, when they left, he gave everyone a magazine to read on the on the plane, <laughs> and it's this big, thick, glossy magazine called Truckin' Life, and it's just all trucks. There's even like truck, truck. I don't know how to call it. Porn. Porn. Yeah. There's like <laughs> fold-out trucks. Like there's these big yeah. giant posters inside. They can fold out and they're giant, oh, like, like truck center diesel. They're all like they're all like diesel trucks. Oh, okay. I thought when you were saying that, I was like, and there's pictures of their old ladies. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, it's not Easy Rider. It's not Easy Rider. <laughs> so, is there like a centerfold where you see like the inside of the truck? Yeah, yeah. Diesel. Well, that's the, that's like the outside. Yeah, it's all shiny, <laughs> shiny chrome. And, yeah, ooh, look at those lights. Oh man, look at these. No, I mean, I mean, I used to watch his blah blah blah. I used to watch Top Gear, and that's basically. Like car porn. Yeah, basically yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. All the close-ups and the slow motion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Luxurious lighting. I thought when you said he gave everyone a magazine, which is like just random magazine. No, no, it was all the same magazine, and it must have cost like a fortune. <laughs> yeah. Because they're like these really thick, and all glossy magazine. Yeah. About trucks, like those kind of magazines are expensive because they're a boutique magazine. They're not for everybody. Yeah. You know, not everyone's going to the store and saying. I need a, book, a magazine but about trucks. Everyone's there to ride horses, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit. <laughs> I see. He's like, he's just like, he was just a guy. He was a Is he like, oh, like, so I hear you like to ride horses. Have you heard of these things <laughs> called trucks? That's right. It's a lot faster. Guess how many horsepower are in this truck? He was drawing Lisa a map of Australia because he was from Perth. So he had to drive like, like four days or something to get to where they were competing. Yeah. Like a uh, former friend of the show, Shane McCarthy. Yeah, and uh, I don't know anything about uh, Australian geography. Yeah, so he was drawing like a, a map of Australia, and he was going like, so when you go through here, there's a gate, and so you shut the gate behind you, so those people don't get into. <laughs> I don't know if that was true or not, but yeah, I think it's like southern Australia. Um, well, that is a very good question. <laughs> is We're, Sydney in the north? That is also a very good question. I have no idea. I really, what, what's so the I'm, I'm not, I'm not uh, speaking up about where Perth is either. Someone listening is screaming at I think that they're all Northern Australia. Okay. 
I believe. But it's all kind of such a huge country that you could be in North Australia and still have to drive. Yeah, everything's far apart. I know that much. Yeah, it's so big. It's a continent. Yeah, that's true. It's a country and a continent. (laughs) So big it is. It shouldn't allow be allowed to be its own. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jealous? Yeah. A little bit. Why can't Canada be a continent? Well, because it is a continent. It's part of North America. No, but like Canada itself is not. Yeah, the common boats. Wilson Course. Yeah, it is. What's both. with that logo? Oh, they're trying, they're trying to look like a tech company. They're trying to look like, yeah, they're trying. what they're trying to say is, don't worry, we're not going to destroy your, your city. We're here, we're just, we built a big giant thing on the former farm, farmland in your in your area. So I've never, I don't think I've ever been to Chilliwack before, so oh, really? to me, yeah. If oh, I have, I was too young to remember it. Uh, I first went out here as a kid, my, my next door neighbor friend, his dad was a Promotion PR guy for um, for the uh, bats, not for Molson's, but the uh, bats. Was a beer company. Beer company, yeah. And so he, they were sponsoring something for the Chilliwack Fair. And so we came out here, and it was like a ghost town. It felt like the deadest yeah. place I'd ever yeah. been in my life because this is like the mid, you know, seventies when uh-huh. even where I lived felt like a, a ghost town. Thinking back to it now. All I know is people from here like to sell their corn in Vancouver sure out do. of their trucks. Sure do. Out of the back of their trucks. Yeah, that's the only. Yeah. That's the only reason I know corn. what Chilliwack is. They do the same thing in Alder Grove and Langley. Oh yeah. Yeah. It is good corn. If when we go, out, we might pass it. We'll see where they park the, these little uh, huts. They have these little corn selling huts that they set up around. Oh, I just saw like a, a, a ton of like these little uh, green shacks. Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. No, I didn't. I thought it was past uh, pressed. No, I think, I don't think they're actually selling corn there. It's just like a a bunch of them. I think that's where they get the shack from. I I turn off here to go where the girls live. They live up on the hills up there. Up where? Up there, those hills. You see all the houses up there? Okay. Because out here in the valley, you're not allowed to build on the farmland because it's all, it's all the land reserve. So they just like destroy the mountains with their houses. That's fine. Who lives in mountains? Bears? Get them out of here. It's all yeah, very pretty. We're going to be knocking those down pretty soon, putting up condos. Yeah. yeah. So we should mention why we're going to Chilliwack. Sure. Besides birthdays. <laughs> oh, I figured you would put that in like a preamble. Oh, you're phrase. right. It's in the preamble. Hey, guys, <laughs> just read the preamble. We don't preamble. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but for those of you who just like aren't just what, what, what are we, a constitution? Don't read the preamble. Uh, <laughs> we're going to go uh, talk about our Sparks books. We did three books. Uh, Spark series, and uh, we're asked to do a talk at a school, and somehow that became five talks <laughs> at two schools. <laughs> at, two school. at two schools, that's right. And yeah, so, how did that happen? Yeah, to be fair, it's once where Mary, I gotta check and make sure my thing is sore. Oh, fuck. but Nina and I have done. There you go, That's you can follow along with us at home as well. Uh, Nina and I have uh, done uh, school before. Oh yeah, I guess uh, David's, David hasn't done this yet. No, I haven't done oh. this. No. You've done the the launch party at Kids Books. Uh, kind of, I was even late for that. I didn't get. I wasn't there for yeah. the talk. But Well, you still showed up. I didn't show through. up, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I missed the talk, I was just there for the signing. What's that beeping? Just my uh, angry uh, app. Oh, why is, this, why is the map angry at you? Because uh, we should have turned it pressed, I think. Uh, but I didn't realize that I hadn't started my ma- my maps. But we'll turn off at uh, Anna's. Uh, it'll be fine. 
Just so last... everyone knows, it's not your own phone at home <laughs> doing that. Well, David, yeah. what was the last time you talked to like, like a huge group of children? I don't think I've ever talked to a huge group of children. Good luck. Because <laughs> I'm not going to talk much. I usually don't. Usually Ian does. <laughs> Ian does most of the talking and then just draw. Oh, drawing is a lot of fun. Yeah, the, the, the phone told me not to sing anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, basically what we're going to do is uh, I'll introduce you guys. I'll do a thing where it's you know showing basically how to write a story real quick. Uh, I'm assuming you're going to do your cat trick. Is that okay, Dean? Like, I guess. It feels weird doing the same trick over and over. I know it's new to the kids every time, but when you yourself have done it so many times, I'm like, this is getting old. Welcome to reforming. Yeah, I know, I know. If you've got something new you want to try... I, d- I got nothing. I got nothing. We can try it out on the road. Yeah. We'll do that for the... The kids will love it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. And then I'll throw it over to Dave and, uh, and, and we'll talk about coloring and stuff and, you know, what that's like. And, uh... Then we'll open it up to questions and just do a lot of Q&A. Right. You know, because the kids want to talk to you. Sure do. Once they stop being shy. <laughs> hey, who's got questions? And they're all like, pull back. What we need is a clown. Because <laughs> kids love clowns. We need a warm-up clown. Wrinkles. <laughs> wrinkles. <laughs> it's still an awful name. Yeah, yeah, wrinkles. <laughs> Although saying that about clowns, there was on the way on the way down to Bellingham when you cross at Linden, the border, uh, there was this house that was owned by a guy who obviously was like a birthday clown guy, and he had his house like decorated, I guess, for parties to go there. But it was horrifying because it was just like all spray painted oh, you know what I mean like it just looked yeah. like the most like horrible junky hillbilly crunk clown you'd ever seen in your life terrifying like, yeah <laughs> that, that reminds me actually there was a clown that lived on my street uh, <laughs> during the pandemic I think she started I think she started clowning like right before the pandemic hit there was a car that was always parked uh, on my my block yeah um her car was like had a nice wrap job on it though. Yeah. Like professional wrap job. Sure, it was sure. like spray painted. Like it was like DIY. And I, I, looked, I looked her up online because she had her information with yeah. on the car. Yeah. And she was like this just this nice lady and her dog. Children's entertainment. Uh, she has an uh, Instagram and she had just began her clowning career. Yeah. And then the pandemic happened. So I wonder. Uh, I wonder what she's doing now. I guess I can look her up and remember her name. Central Road. Has anyone here ever dated a clown? Or is that just me? Just you. Okay, just you. Yeah, I dated a clown named uh, Fanny. You could not, uh, she could not have that name in Europe. No. No. I basically, uh, I didn't really date that much actually, so I have limited, have limited uh, experience with clowns. I think I know more burlesque clowns than I know straight clowns. Mm-hmm. I know if you call That's, street clowns. Well, you know, I always say, like, uh, drag queens are, like, the new clowns. Oh, They yeah, do the okay. same kind of thing. They entertain. They wear, like, crazy well, outfits. do they have a giant ladder in a truck, though? Or in a car? In a Some of them car. might. You never know. That's true. Yeah, uh, remember when clowns were in the woods? And that was a thing, like, before the pandemic? Yeah. That was the scary thing. was, like, 
but once again, that, that was a scary clown. That, if you saw the guy's makeup, he was made up to look like a scary clown. Although any clown in the woods is a scary clown. There's no, like, casual <laughs> clown in the woods that he stumbles on and go like, oh, right. this is nice. I guess you're right. Oh, look at that. Look, shh, quiet. Quiet. Look, it's a clown. <laughs> Take a picture. Don't smooth them. We're driving through a very rural area now. All right, so we should be quiet. Okay. Chicken burns, ahoy. Everyone here has been up for hours. <laughs> yeah, why does it take so long to get here? Yeah, what's up with that? Hey, Chilliwack, why so far away? <laughs> it's, not, it's not that far for us. It's about a 35, 40 minute. Well, I guess it is. That sounds like a long drive. The problem is, if you live out here, you're used to driving long distances to get places. Yeah. So your 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 um, your mean your your median changes of what distances are. Like when I first started dating Lisa, I was being out at her parents' place, and it's like, oh, we're gonna go to the store. I was used to like a five minute drive from our home to a, to the grocery store, not the half an hour drive from what Lisa did. But that was just the reality of living out in the countryside, you know, places are a lot farther away. It's a very different life for, for me. Actually, I don't think I, did I mention on the show yet that like I'm a homeowner now? I don't I think I, I, think I was talking so. about how we were like about to close. Yeah, I think I you know. were about to close and you were still kind of spooked on the whole thing. So. Yes, I didn't oh, want to say anything. I just want to point I out. I want to jinx it. Look at this. That's a dairy farm. Look how, oh. look how fancy they have them now. It's amazing. Wow. Whoops. <laughs> Careful. Oh, we provide all those. Uh, <laughs> we provide all the uh, all the doors and stuff in places like that. Yeah, it's amazing. Those, uh, and it's funny. It was, it was very fancy. And it's funny, like, we'll apologize to, like, to the installers when they come to pick up doors from us. We'll be like, oh, sorry, this is a... Uh, Bit of, you know, a bit messy look or whatever, they'll be like, oh, it's just gonna get shit on it. <laughs> like, okay, well, then, not gonna worry. But sorry, yeah, yeah we're uh, gonna close. Here's oh, the, yeah. Here's the pipeline, by the way. Oh, I don't see it. That's, they're building it, they're, yeah. they're burying it, so. Yeah, uh. Um, I pretty much live on Commercial Drive now, which is great. So I love that area, and, and now, uh, my, my husband Bob lives with me, which is. Better. Highly recommended to have a spouse <laughs> living with you. Yeah. Yes, he moved here. Now, uh, he's, well, he, he got his permanent residency like years ago. He got his permanent residency? Uh, years ago, yeah. Um, we finally closed on a condo. We, we got it. Uh, so he was finally able to leave his apartment in Berkeley, move up here with Louis, his parent. He's talking parrot. So Louis Louis a talking bird now. Yeah. Uh, no, he doesn't. Uh-oh. Don't, don't tell anybody. <laughs> no, no one from uh, Custom Border, Custom Border Control or whatever. No, Bob has uh, health care and all that, which is great. Yeah? Mainly health care. Oh, that is really great. Yes. But he's also getting extended health care because that, that also is way more affordable here compared yeah. to the States. So it's like dental and stuff like that? Yes, he just signed up for it recently. His nice. his um uh, his free healthcare kicked in November first. So while he was in Japan, we celebrated. We're like, yay, you have healthcare now. <laughs> nice. So now uh, it's it's nice having him here, and maybe he'll be on the show again. That'd be great. He has been he has been on the show. The show. I feel he's been on the show twice. Okay. Yeah, twice. He's picking up the milk there. Yeah, don't look too much in it. There we go, back on the road. <laughs> giant... Uh, yeah, we're back on the road. Those places are crazy. The first time he came to Canada, uh, he was on this show. That's when we weren't even dating yet. I feel... I want to... I would be happy to invite him back on the show. 
I just feel he does so many podcasts. And he doesn't like us. That, well, no. I mean, there's good reasons not to. But uh, I just feel like he does it so much with all of his podcasts. And go like, hey, do you want to spend like two and a half hours on another podcast just for funds that you don't make a well, dime off of? The reason why the reason why he hasn't been on the show in a while is because every time he comes to visit me, he's like, I, I don't want to do any podcasting. Like, I totally understood because yeah. he would have to podcast so much in yeah. advance to take the week or two off to see me. But now he doesn't have to do that. Uh, I mean, right now he's like, he's very busy catch up because we're away for two and a half weeks. Uh, but he actually does like guesting on podcasts because he doesn't have to do any work. It's pretty good, yeah. No research beforehand. This this one is so casual. It's so different from what he usually does, yeah. which is like a, tons and tons of research and notes and all that. Irresponsible. Really. Very structured. <laughs> yeah, this one's so loosey-goosey that he actually does like Neo Sea Dragons, so he will be back at some point. Okay, but he's good. not so busy. That's good. How many podcasts does he do right now? How many podcasts? Yeah, uh, on his network. There's like... There's Talky Simpsons, which also has What a Cartoon, which also and also has the miniseries Talking of the Hill, Talking Futurama, and sometimes Blabbing about Batman. Sorry, yeah. Blabbing about Batman. <laughs> um, and then there's Retronauts. So it's like was he doing Retronauts first? Yeah, Retronauts was the first podcast he ever did. Okay. He um, started guesting on it, and then he eventually became a co-host. And then um, talking Simpsons was something he started. Take the first exit onto Chilliwack Central Road. You got it. Okay. Now, have you been a guest on both Retronauts and Talking Simpsons? Oh yeah, yeah. I've also been on Talking of the Hill and Talking Futurama. Oh and wow, Water, okay. And Water Cartoon. Oh my god. So I've been on like almost everything. I have not been on Blab and Bout Batman. <laughs> they, they usually don't have guests on their, their mini series. Okay. It's just sometimes Batman's a loner, damn it. That's right. Well, sometimes when I visit him in Berkeley, they'd be like, okay, uh, we have to record a podcast while you're here, so please be a guest on it. I'm like, okay. But now that's not going to happen. Now all his, his stuff is recorded remotely. Uh, he has his own, like, podcasting room now, which is, which is great. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, and his podcasting uh, co-host, he, he moved also at the same time. He um, moved to Seattle, the Seattle area. So, um... If they ever need to podcast in person, but not that far away, which isn't yeah. super necessary, but yeah. if they want to, yeah, it's very easy to go down there. If yeah. they want that eye contact again, just that direct <laughs> eye contact while they're blabbing about Batman. <laughs> so why do you like Harvey Quinn so much? Burning stare. Oh yeah, the the voice actor died recently for Batman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, for Harley, Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn as well. Yeah, Kevin Conroy uh, died last year, I think, and, right, Har- yeah. and Arlene Sorkin, who yeah. basically is Harley, que- uh, Harley, Harley Quinn, is basically her. Yeah, it was based um, on, the character was based on the based on her. she wore. When she was a clown. Yeah. On <laughs> the soap she was on. It was a soap opera, right? She was on a soap opera? She yeah. had a clown suit? Yeah. Yeah, there was like a fantasy sequence where she she played a clown, where she basically is Harley Quinn, and that's what the writer Paul Dini based the character on. And yeah, she passed away this year, which is like shocking because she wasn't that old, really. I don't think anyone saw it coming. Um, yeah, really sad. Yeah, that's bad. Lots of like, um, like people dying this year. <laughs> yeah, like comedy I people. Yeah. Like Let me just Perry. put that out there. Everyone, stop dying. Yeah. Everyone, <laughs> stop it. Knock, knock it off. We 
made it through. In Twilight, it's not totally true. In Twilight Zone episode, it is. Everyone be, be safe and be okay. Don't look at cows and drive into a pole. <laughs> <laughs> so, somehow we keep coming back to clowns, though, in this yeah. episode. It all does come back to clowns. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. But Harley Quinn, what a great character. Oh, totally. Yeah. In, the car, in the animated version. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the real, uh, the live action one too. I feel like that version is less. Like it feels like the animated one has kind of a set character, whereas the film one kind of blows which way the wind blows, you know. Well, which is fine. Like, there's different interpretations. Yeah. Like next year, there's going to be the the new, the second Joker movie with Lady Gaga playing Harley Quinn. It's a, it's a musical. Yeah, yeah, that's a, musical. that sounds really interesting. I was, yeah. yeah I wasn't interested <laughs> Until I heard music. Yeah, yeah, I was like, why cast Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn? She doesn't. She really does not come across as a. I mean, unlike Harley Quinn uh, type to me. Unlike Ian, I. Uh, I. Um, until I found out it was a musical, I'm like, oh, that makes sense. It's a school bus in the countryside. How quaint! There's two of them, both of them with their with their stop. They're probably competing to see on. who can pick up this kid. There's a third bus coming. Oh my god. So what is this shack, not shack, the shed that's in front of this house? Yeah, what is this? Wait, but there's a fridge and there's a bunch of stuff. You oh. shouldn't look. But there's a <laughs> fridge and there's some other stuff there. So they could, they could, they could have, uh, they might have eggs that they put in the fridge for people to buy. Okay. During the day, so they'll have like an honor, little honor Oh, box. I thought it was like a free thing. No, no, it'll be like a little honor. I mean, it is free if you're, if you're a criminal. Nina. But if you uh, hey, usually if there's like a fridge in Vancouver, that means it's like free food for, for less privileged people. Yeah. So that's what I thought that was the case. Or free fridge. <laughs> Should we park out here? Do you think? Oh, we're here. Yeah, we're early. Oh, park here. Well, that kid lives like right next to the school. Then why do you need a school bus to pick him up? We might not be going to that because that bus went that way. Why does he not go to this school? Because the parents don't want him to go to the school. They believe in evolution. <laughs> Spoiled. No, this school is fine. Uh, so we're, we're supposed to go, go in for 8.15. Yeah, we're a little early. So, you know, we'll do a little bit more here, if that's okay. Unless we get I'm cold. almost out of coffee. Almost out of coffee. Yeah, I wonder if the... Yeah, the As, key, can I just point out, there's Mary's car right there. Is it? Yeah, the little red car. Oh, how cute. Nice. She's here already. So I'm going to go inside and see her. Oh, <laughs> oh so Mary's is the first school. What's the second school, then? That we're gonna do. That's a uh, Yarrow Elementary. And that's over. Yarrow? Yarrow's oh, uh, kind of going over towards Cultus Lake. If you know where Cultus Lake is. No, I don't know anything about this place. <laughs> so where we are now, we're gonna go. All see that big kind of tall mountain over there. Mm-hmm. We're gonna head in that direction. Okay. So we're kind of do it from the top diagonally. Of the so we're just gonna drive through this fence, across that field, through the barn over there, then across the freeway. Yeah, with country getaway music playing. Ding 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 ding. But yeah, we're. Hopefully, we'll get chased out of the school. Yeah, with pitchforks. I've never been chased out of a school. I did once have teachers be very disappointed in a show we did, which was an improv show, and they were worried they were going to get fired. Oh really? For bringing us in because we were bad. Bad in what way? Not, like, not good, funny? Not uh, entertaining. Also, we weren't able to get microphones. Ooh. Uh, the place that we're supposed to be renting the microphone said, I don't know what to tell you. Oh, uh, that's, that's great. So we did a lot of yelling. 
Uh, and then afterwards, we just had a lot of head shaking from the teachers, <laughs> and uh, they were very upset. Jeez, how and old yeah. were you? How old was I? Yeah. Uh, in my late 20s, early 30s, and uh, just disappointing. Okay, I thought you meant you were like like in grade school, <laughs> you were putting oh, out a no, performance, no, no, and no. the teachers were very disappointed in you? No, no, t- no, teachers were definitely disappointed in me in grade school, sure. <laughs> But for Absolutely. different reasons. I had a very disappointing uh, production of uh, Robin Hood meets Friar Tuck, which was uh, we didn't rehearse anything, and I just put a pillow under my shirt. <laughs> it was Friar Tuck, and then we just like hit each other with sticks. That's the, the best. Went, That's enough of that. That's the best. That's enough. My friend and I did that in grade grade <laughs> six, I think. I was in grade six, and I convinced the teacher to let us put on a puppet show, and we didn't. Have, and I just thought we don't need a script. We're funny. You're never less funny than when you think you're funny and you don't have a script. Yeah. And it will always end in a fight. <laughs> and it's like, ah! I was like, and that's waiting for Godot. <laughs> I think ours had us sneaking around the, 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 the puppet show <laughs> thing where the one was going and then they couldn't see the other one. And But we did that for like way too long. <laughs> it's like, it was a good gag for the first minute. I don't know if five minutes warrants. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is the worst thing whenever you like a, a kid and you get one laugh. That's the one thing you'll repeat 25 times until people hate you. Yeah. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. The, the trick is never laugh at the child's first knock knock joke. Just like, hmm, yeah, that's all right. Okay. But if you laugh at it, listen, you, you've now got something that's going to be happening forever. <laughs> Well, how old were the, the kids you were performing for? Oh, Same uh, it was high for when when the teachers were mad. It was high schoolers. <laughs> it was New Westminster uh, Secondary School. Oh, that's a big school. It was a big. It was a big theater. I should have had a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, isn't high school and secondary school the same? Same thing. Uh, yes, uh, but uh, sometimes there's junior high and senior high. And uh, I think this was like all the highs, so it was just. Uh, it's a giant. Okay. It's a giant school. It's like a city block long. It's got the. It's got it's like crazy. a professional theater, like theater. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, I don't know why. Well, we we did it North Delta. Well, it wasn't as professional as as. Oh, but that was like a good theater in it North was a Delta. Good theater. It was crazy how it good was it was. It was a good theater, yes, indeed. But New West is like, oh, this is. A <laughs> yeah, I mean, level. but it is like a. It is a big school. It had a lot of kids at it, so it had, yeah. it had a lot of money pouring in. You can make this guy an offer on his coffee if you want. Yeah, he's got oh, a little cafe, a, too. Yeah, exact same size. No, I'm good. Hey, buddy. Thanks for uh, stopping by the drive-thru to pick this up. By the way, if I've got... Uh, just keep it to yourself, but I have uh, infinite uh, McDonald's uh, free coffee cards. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Where were you when we went to the drive-thru? I got I got an in. Yeah, I'll, I'll hand you a couple on, on the on, on the. <laughs> oh, way. just completely random. I was uh, reminded by a photo on my phone. I'm sorry, I'm playing Pikmin Bloom right now to see if there's Please. any mushroom challenges around here. <laughs> Get postcards. Um, we uh, Bob and I got a Christmas tree, um, and it's it's the first time either of us have had a Christmas tree in our, in our adult lives. Yeah, wow. So it's amazing. Yeah. Both That's of us nice. have gone like have like twenty years. That's nice. As well. Twenty years without a tree. Oh, we got like one of those pencil trees, so it's very narrow. Oh, it's like very okay. space uh, space efficient, mm. yeah. and, and it's pre lit. So you know your bird <laughs> thinks it's for them, right? Like this is oh, it's I'm a bird. You it's know, a tree. he's usually afraid. Uh, Louis is usually afraid of new things. Okay, uh, especially large new things. Of trees. That's, <laughs> oh, that's but rough. he was no, he was fine with a tree. Uh, he probably thinks it's a real tree or something. Yeah. It's, it's like, like oh, look, a tree for him. 
Yeah. It's a tree. I'm a bird. I get this. This is for me. Thank you. He's not interested in it, though. He's not, like, trying to go after it at all. He's being cool when you're in the room. <laughs> but he's very happy about this. It doesn't even smell like a tree. There's only one mushroom. This is completely random, but I really have to pee, and I'm so looking forward to peeing in the smallest bathrooms in the world at an elementary school. Well, it's nice because you feel like a big well, man. I'm a big man. <laughs> you can probably, can you ask them to use, like, the staff bathroom? Or? Yes. Yes, you can. Because even, even going from uh, junior high back to elementary school, because I went, I went to a, a carnival when my brother's still were at elementary school, and it seems so tiny after, and from being going from junior high back to elementary school. So I can't even imagine what it's going to feel oh, like. I'm now. looking forward to the, the tiny out. furniture. It's going to be great. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect for me. <laughs> Finally. Everything's my height. By the way, can I make an offer on these chairs? <laughs> well, we can go inside if you need to yeah. uh, pee. So, uh, no, no, it's fine. No, no. Not bad. Okay. okay. All right. All right. I'm a, I'm a professional podcaster. So you're used to holding. Your... I'm used to holding my pee. <laughs> yeah, well, this is like the last be... half hour of every sneaky it's dragon. Wait until it's just like just to busting. Then let's go in and and they introduce us to everybody. And like, oh yeah, 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 blah 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 blah. And you're looking real tense and awkward, and uh, a little angry. And like, oh, why is Dave so mad? It's like, well, you know. There's like nothing around here. There's only one uh, mushroom in Pikmin Bloom, and it's the Canadian Reformed Church. Oh. I don't know what that is, or where it is. I'm not sure. I think that's uh, how they get you. It's the lure you in. They're <laughs> like, oh, what's this? I'm like, oh, have you heard about Jesus? <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. You know, he was a bit of a Pikmin himself. What, <laughs> in what way? Uh, you know. In case people don't know, it's a mobile uh, game uh, based on, like, where you are. So, like, when I talk about mushrooms, I mean, like, various landmarks will be marked as, like, a mushroom challenge. Like, there's a giant mushroom growing there, so you send your Pikmin which are these tiny little, uh, what do we call them? Like sprites? Yeah. <laughs> to take down a mushroom? I'd say they're aliens, but they're, they're, they're not. No, they're kind of, actually, they are alien. They no, are literally they're from outer space. So. Were they? Okay. Yeah, they are. They were. They're Terran now, because the planet is ours. Oh, right? I thought they were from outer, because in the in the actual Pikmin game, you play a guy who, who crash lands That's on Earth right. from you, outer space. And but, then, the, but the Pikmin were already here. Oh, you're right, and yeah. And as it's more revealed, you go like, oh, it was Earth all along. Wait a second, what happened to civilization? Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Is it the plot so, of uh, you, No One Will Help You? It's uh, Yes, and Planet <laughs> of the Apes. <laughs> but anyway, so then you get postcards. So it's it's fun to play while you're traveling because you get like all these different... Um, Digital postcards. Oh, so you of did it when places. you were in Japan? Oh, yeah. Every time we, we travel, we were like, oh, what, what kind of mushroom challenge is around That's here? Nice. That's nice. But cool. in Japan, uh, it, there's so many people playing it. It's incredible. Well, any mobile game, you're going to see a ton of uh, users in Japan compared to here, like way more, because they're just way more into it, especially something like Pikmin Bloom. Mm. Yeah, I don't really see many game. people do it. Mm-hmm. Like, when I um, had my brief stay in the, uh, in the hospital for pneumonia this year, uh, I was like, ugh, just trying to kill some time. Uh, I, I took out my phone and went like, oh yeah, I still got Pokemon Go. And, uh, and and opened that up. So many Pokemon in Vancouver General Hospital. Oh, really? Holy shit. Wow. It was, it was, it stunk with Pokemon. <laughs> I've definitely um, recommended this game to you because it, it's yes. also like a step counter and yeah, you grow Pikmin by stepping. Yeah, it's very motivational. I've been playing for two years now. I've started it and then I've like stopped and I've started and I've stopped and I gotta do more. 
but ne- I do like I like the concept, and I love Pikmin. Mm-hmm. So. Can I just point out that Nina was uniformly kicking my ass on on, on my Fitbit uh, updates every week? Oh, in Japan for her two weeks in Japan, she's yeah. like 150,000 steps. We're, we're walking, <laughs> yeah, we're walking like 10 miles a day. It was crazy. Yeah. For like but two those and a half are weeks. Japanese steps. That's very, they're very <laughs> yeah, tiny. To, well, they tiny didn't do the conversion in Fitbit, so I still. She was, and then I hit my all-time record in Dizzy C, uh, thirty over thirty thousand steps. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh wow. I, uh, I was not. I, I. I mean, I. I just just do my normal, you know, hundred thousand, plus steps, a week and. Nina was just like wiping the floor. Usually, I I can like look at it. And Nina will be like eighty thousand. I'll be like near a hundred thousand. Be like, hey. why do you care? I don't, I don't really care at all. But I do. I just I don't know why. I got. I guess it automatically just gives you sends you the email if you don't mm-hmm. opt out of it. So yeah. I didn't. Realize I turn those that. off. Yeah, it's so you, demoralizing. You turn also, it off. you walk an insane amount every day. I don't know how you do it. I do. I guess you, you do it because it's your job. It's my job. That's what's good. It's my You probably don't even me. feel it, right? My money. When money you're, when you're like walking uh, with purpose, it doesn't feel like much. Yeah, I mean, well, it does. Like in Japan. You're wearing work boots. That's I'm oh. comfortable <laughs> walking around too. But uh, no, still, it's, if you have something to do, if your mind is occupied, mm-hmm. then it's not a huge deal. No, and it's it's not always. I'm not walking the whole time, mm-hmm. and I'm not standing the whole time. You know, like yeah. I would I would much rather do a job where I walked than I had to stand. Like I. I was thinking about when we were talking about the Mona Lisa. I was thinking to myself, I wonder how long the security guards have to like stand there by the by the painting because there are like two security yeah. guards, armed guards by the painting. I hope they have like a short shift, like they kind of spell it with other people in the in the museum because I, I wouldn't want to stand for eight they hours. Protect other a, things, yeah. Well, not even that. Like I have other jobs, kind of you know, like at Disneyland. Uh, you don't have to do you don't do the whole thing, the same thing all day. Like mm-hmm. if you're doing the Jungle Ride. You'll do that for like an up two hours, and then someone will come and spell you, and you'll go to a different part of the park, mm. and you do a different job. Yeah. And I think that's smart because it keeps people from getting bored. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and just beca- you know, it just becomes a routine rather than so. Th- sometimes I'll be working in the gift shop. Sometimes I'll be d- working the ride. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'll be cleaning. It just depends where where. Well, that's good because I, I I always feel bad for the people who do the narration on the Jungle Cruise ride, telling the same jokes ah. over I mean, and over. I know, over. but. What I, I resented more because when we had when we went with the girls, we had like a bored teen do it. He was just like, "Here comes the such and such, da da da, oh, blah, and then bad bad pun, uh, mm-hmm. and blah 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 blah." And he's just like totally unexcited, right? Yeah. And I know it's I know you've done it before, but we haven't heard it before. Yeah. I mean, I've heard it before, but you know, <laughs> as a family, we've never heard this before. These little kids have never heard it before. This is their first time seeing an alligator chase people up a to- uh, telephone, whatever it is, a pole. I yeah, yeah. It used to be a totem pole. It seems crazy, but anyway, whatever it was, the tiki pole. The, 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 the... Everything at Disney feels like, what did this used to be? <laughs> Back in the day. Well, like wait wait when they a would, minute. When they would turn it's mushrooms into little Asian ladies. Yeah. yeah. Let's see. What, was, what was this about? There was actually a Weird Al song about... Whoever does uh, narration on the Jungle Cruise ride, yeah, Skipper Dan, I think. It's yeah, called. That's okay, right. okay, yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure it is boring. But what's, it is. what's, I mean, and it would get boring, except you don't do it all day. Like if you did it yeah, for eight yeah. hours, of course, then Thank you're God. really worrying down. But now I don't feel sorry for them <laughs> anymore. But when we were there, yeah, we were just saw people like come along and be like, "Oh, how long have you been here?" And they'd be, "Oh, such and such." They go, "Okay, well, you go over over to that place," and then someone else came in and became the person working in the candy shop or whatever. Speaking of, like, the walking thing, um, sometimes standing is, like, way more painful than walking the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like, we we stood in line for the or... Beauty and the Beast ride for almost two hours. 
Yeah. Because uh, there's always a huge line there if it's a newest attraction. It's worth it. Yeah. But man, yeah. Like, we were so, like, or if you were in so much pain yeah. by the end there. And I'm surprised that, because um, when Mary and Eve went to Disneyland by themselves, they were really lucky because everyone, every time they went to a ride, they'd be like, we need two people. We need two people, and they're just like, we're two people. And they'd, get, they'd get to jump the jump the line. Right. Oh, yeah. Actually, like, one of the... Uh, the ha- like not life hack Disney hack I guess <laughs> yeah. for the parks is going to the Land single hack. single rider lines because you'll always need like a seat filler yeah yeah so if you just if you don't care about like sitting with your friends or family you can just do the single rider line yeah and they usually get like seated with each other anyway yeah 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 so but they would just be yeah they would just be in line and they would need someone to fill in two spots because there's so many families there mm-hmm. you know and so they would just like oh we need two two people and the girls would be like we're two people but I guess you have to get closer to get that kind of benefit. <laughs> you were here because I yeah. think of other thing about Disneyland. I haven't been to obviously that's the only Disney place yeah. I've been to Disneyland. But the other thing is like you'll go to a ride and you'll be like, oh, this line looks pretty good, and so you'll be standing in line for a while, and then you go inside, and then you're like, oh my yeah. god, <laughs> what is this? There's a yeah. huge another line up inside that's even bigger, and you're like, oh, they fooled me, fooled me good. But I have to say that. Uh, we were really lucky that one time we took the girls because the day we went was Christmas Eve day and it was dead. Oh, really? Absolutely dead. We did every major ride by the time the morning was over. I would have thought it'd be like full. The next day, Christmas Christmas day was insane. And yet, but Eve was not. Yeah. People were getting ready for, they're getting ready for Christmas. They're Hmm. buying, they're wrapping, they're, you know. Okay. That's a good tip. They don't have the day off necessarily. That's a Uh good Disney life hack. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's still the same or if I've said it to so many people now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's probably people listening to this going, shut up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't tell people to see that. Shall we go in now? We should go in. We should go uh, in. Are you fine with hiding the recorder somewhere? Yeah, I'll just put it in the trunk. All right. I'll leave it on. People can listen to the rest of the show from a muffled silence. Why don't we... Um, I'll bring it in with me. And yeah, we'll bring it in. Whole show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys don't mind if we record you. <laughs> All right, everybody. I guess we're going to go. All right, we'll we'll talk to you after we've done uh, three shows. <laughs> so we'll check in. We'll do a health. Uh, do a mental. Oh, check in, in between schools, we're gonna record. Sure, why not? Could okay. be, or maybe after this. We'll see. You'll we'll find out, audience, because yeah. you know, you'll know. We don't know yet. We're in the past. That's right. How's the future? Are we still alive? Okay. <laughs> the kids didn't kill us. Successfully entertained two thousand children. <laughs> Felt like it the last one. <laughs> yes, the last one was. But it was nice, so it was efficient, though. We got through a lot of people at one time. Oh yeah, first school was small groups, like three small groups. Yeah. In a very cozy little library 
second one was the whole school in the gymnasium. Yeah. Yeah, more and more kids started coming in. It was like, uh-oh. And they just kept getting wider and wider. Uh-oh. They're, they're all and sitting, like, apart from each other, though. Like, they could have squished together more, I felt. Uh, there should have been some Oh, kids in the gymnasium? In, yeah, in the gymnasium. I don't they know. They could have sat in front of us. No one sitting in front of us, yeah. which is weird. They were, like, split apart. <laughs> they like, split apart with an a, aisle in yeah, the middle. Yeah, we were like Moses. <laughs> well, they, yeah. they were like, the you children. can't sit in the bulldog. There, that was their mascot, <laughs> so you can if yeah. they all squished together more, they could have seen what we were doing better. There was one point, and by the way, we really enjoyed it. Um, there was one <laughs> point where, you know, a teacher came up to us looking concerned. It was the kind of concerned of something terrible has happened. <laughs> we're like, uh-oh, what's this about? And it was just, we can't see the screen. It was like, <laughs> no, not the screen. It was yeah. just it's the an easel. Giant easel. Yeah. 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 And it was like, yeah, I know. Okay. It's a gymnasium. I don't know how to make an easel bigger. <laughs> then we started it around. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then they could see. But yeah. they could have squished together more and more efficient. Yeah. yeah, it was still, again, we're giving notes on our podcast. But Ian, you, you made it walk. <laughs> Listen, uh, teachers. You made it work by walking up and down the empty space in mm-hmm. front of us. So mm-hmm. That was good. That was good. Good job. Yeah. You're, like uh, you're like a church it was pastor at a mega church. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and how about you? What sins did you do today? Well. Good for you. Yeah, that's right. No, it was. Keep it, it up. It was lovely. So we, we basically did this. We basically like, you know, had a workshop for the first three groups. And then, yeah, it was almost uh, like a sermon for the, for the last one. <laughs> it was more like, yeah, just us talking in that. And a couple of days ago, I was thinking about this and feel getting nervous because that's my that's my mo me too <laughs> i was thinking why don't we have a powerpoint for this it would be nice to have a powerpoint just to go through well here's some of, the, of our influences or whatever you know but then that requires a whole nother like technical it, aspect it does, which can fail but they did offer those things so not every school is going to have that thing. no it's true but uh at the, at the last one i felt like that would have been really helpful though oh, just totally. for us to have something like that just to kind of fill in a little bit of, of air time with some Here's some things to look at, kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's still went well, though. Yeah, it I'd, be, did I'd be down with doing well. a PowerPoint presentation It, it was our, larger school. our first time doing it, uh, all, th- uh, all three of us together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've mm-hmm. had uh, two-thirds of the band uh, for other for other things. <laughs> yeah. uh, as I was saying to David uh, earlier, uh, one of my favorite things is, you know, we do a, we do a bit where uh, we draw a squi- a, kind of a squiggle, like almost like a kid, you know, it looks like a kidney bean or something. <laughs> it's like a blob. Random blobish shape. And, uh, and, and the idea is asking the kids, can you draw a cat? And, you know, some kids are like, no, I can't draw a cat. We're going to show you how to draw a cat. And so we draw this random blob, and then Nina turns it into a cat with a very simple like ears and eyes and nose and just little paws and the first couple of times we've done this it's like she's a witch like they just gasp and they can't believe what they're seeing it's like we're levitating uh, stunned and even you know today it was same same deal you know more more so in the smaller environments but like even in the gym there were some gasps you know, as yeah. well, in, the, in the smaller group, they got to see what I was doing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that made a difference. But yeah. even at the even in the gym, they were excited. Oh, yeah, they still liked it because you know the the one shape was was crazy. Yeah, and I made it work. <laughs> I to do like a very wriggly dancing cat, and it was cute. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, and it's also nice because yeah, not not all of them completely work, but that's part of the lesson, which mm-hmm. is and sometimes it doesn't completely work, but it's still silly and fun. You yeah. can still tell that it's a yeah. cat. 
Yeah, they're like, uh-oh, there's nothing that she can do now. Oh, no. And, yeah. And, and then David drew a butt. <laughs> yeah, David drew one and had a butt it on it. It looked more like a bone, but okay, if you want to call it a butt, that's oh, fine. Yeah. It was kind of like a, almost like a very plump heart shape. <laughs> With no points. And, and we all made the choice instantly, telepathically, to ignore that. Yes. Like a butt. It turned into a dog. Because yeah. I was adding the ears, and it, yeah. all the kids were like, it looks like a dog. And I'm like, fine. You let's make right, it a dog now. <laughs> Well, as long as you don't think of what it looks like, what it looks like. Yeah. We're, we're flexible. We'll do what you want. Don't call your parents. We'll explain. <laughs> well, well, a cat's butt doesn't look like this. Don't call your parents. Oh, there was a lot of parents there, by the way, standing along the walls. It's in the uh, gymnasium. Oh, yeah. I saw that. What was up with that? Just parents. parents. Are they there to like pick them up soon? No, they're just parents. They want to be there with, with them, see what their kids are doing. Okay. Yeah, it's like parents are a lot different now than when they were when we were... Like, when we grew up, our parents could care less about us. It's pretty much like dump us off. Hopefully, while the car slows down a little bit, they would just push us out, or even you know more normal. A car. I was gonna say we didn't even get to walk to school. We didn't get to get a ride to school. We had to walk all the time. I remember one time it was the most horrible rainstorm ever on Earth, and my my friend, my friends, and my brother decided brothers decided it would be a great idea to walk to the park. And I was just like, no, way too way too stormy. It's too dangerous. So I decided I'm just gonna walk home along the streets. And so I started walking home on the street and my mom showed up to pick us up and I was just like almost fainted like my mom came to pick us up and she's like oh I just thought it was I a really rainy day so I had to come and get you I was like oh that's nice but my brothers had already they'd already left to the park so they had to go walk along to the park there was apparently the same day a man got uh, electrocuted in a lightning strike in the park so <laughs> they were there at the same time yeah so what fun I gotta ride home though yeah, I, I, I don't think we ever got a ride to school. No, it was, no. It was, it was, the, it was so foggy you couldn't see like five feet in front of you, you know. But hey, cars mostly have traffic, have lights, so you'll you'll see it eventually. Well, uh, your yeah. Way. Yeah. And there was a murderer on the loose. <laughs> you know, lots of stuff. Oh, once there was a volcano exploded and covered the streets in an inch of ash. Uh, you know, but still, off to school you go. Yes. That was my introduction to living in British Columbia. Oh, really? Were there, you grew up on Mount St. Helens when? Uh, about a year before, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then, you know, like, okay. But it was, a. Uh, it was fun doing the schools. It's too early, let's say that much, but it's, uh... It could have been worse, apparently. <laughs> the second school we went to, they start, what... 715 or something? Yeah, sometimes. Some it was an odd time, like she said. Yeah. No, 759. Sorry, 755. 755, they finish at 159. <laughs> so weird. Why because of, because of buses, the bus, the bus schedules. Oh. Uh, rule when they can, I guess, when the kids are going to get picked up and dropped off. Yeah. When I used to tour, doing school tours for like comedy and, uh, educational stuff uh yeah we'd occasionally go to a school that uh ferried the kids in that was always interesting just going like oh you, you get on a boat to school every day that's oh good you know happening. bob asked me a very good question yesterday he said how come all the schools you present at are so far away and i was like you know what i don't know <laughs> why are they so far away 
Why couldn't they be in like Vancouver or Burnaby or something? Well, because people outside of Vancouver are cool. Oh, they care about graphic novels. <laughs> they care about graphic novels. And art. That's it. <laughs> Kids are curious about life. I, I really don't know. I mean, I mean, let's face it. Basically, we're at these two schools. One because my daughter is working as a doing her practicum at one school for her as a as a student teacher, and then the other school is a close friend of my daughter, my other daughter, Aviv's, and when, as a teacher um, there, and, and arranged for us to come. When you know, I had to go way south of Burn, uh, not Burn, uh, Richmond once. That was because it was the school my uh, landlady taught at. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's all in who you know. Well, I, guess I mean, so. if you guys want to do this, uh, you know, I can put the word out and you know, make us make us available. But, you know, I, I thought you had other things to do. <laughs> well, I mean, I can do it. I, I can do it if it's, like, closer. You both yeah, have full-time jobs. That's the problem. That's the problem for me, for sure. Yeah, and, like, David lives on an older road, so... Full-time jobs. This is... Chillback is fine for him, but not so much for us. Thank you for picking us up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it is... And still, we have to drive to Vancouver and drive back again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not that convenient for me. You could have just been, like, you guys are on your own Oh, now. shit. Oh, my God. I think I just passed through a red light. Oh, maybe not. I have no idea what's going on. Be okay. Why did, yeah. why did you confess to it on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> this show, this, oh, this is all the pipeline here. Oh, gosh. What a, just, what a mess. The pipeline is like a, a giant tree the size of, of, of the city has fallen across it. And it's like covered everywhere. And everywhere you go, there's like the part, remnants of this tree cluttering up places. That's not wrong. Yeah. Like all, all through Langley when I drive three different roads I drive along and they're all they all have they all have uh, people well I'm not too sure if they pass through or they're arriving or what because of course it's all buried so they come through they dig it all up they lay down the pipeline and then they bury it bury it all again the one question we, we got at every every group was is there going to be a fourth one yeah a fourth well, parks that's nice that would be nice yeah, yeah and I'm glad nice. they're, they're like thinking of that yeah yeah, that was the best question. The worst, the worst question was not a question, <laughs> which was a lot of them. A lot which of is them. a lot of them. Yeah. Which is like, you should do a book that's got a hundred dolphins <laughs> that are all uh, airline pilots. <laughs> sure. Or you know, well, should you? Uh-huh. That would be better. It was you. Well, like, we're not gonna do these things. How about you? Yeah, Why don't you do that? There's a lot of talk about how imaginative kids are, and it's. The reality is they're not that imaginative. They're more imitative. Uh-huh. And that's, that's an example of that where, you know, we started off by putting the, the idea in their head by kind of introducing the idea of how to write a story, you know, what, what something an animal wouldn't do. So we got that going in their heads. And then we also, as a joke had written down, you know, the third panel of a, of a script was a hundred horses enter riding on bicycles. And then, so the kids take those two things and they just start endlessly, uh, you know, Recycling it, uh, much to our amusement, I guess. Uh, you know what I think happens a lot, also, is uh, kids often imitate what they see in the media they consume, whether okay. it be on TV or movie or, yeah, yeah, uh, I course. guess, YouTube now. For sure. And they imitate it, 
and the the parents aren't into it, so they think it's like an original story <laughs> yeah. or character. Their yeah, kid yeah. came up with, and they're like, "Wow, my kid is so creative!" Yeah. But no, they just drew Nyan Nyan Cat. <laughs> that's, or, or that's they really drew, old too. Or they drew Sands from Undertale. In 400 meters, turn right onto Number Three Road. Signs for British Columbia One Trans Canada Highway. Oh great! Now everyone knows where we're going. Gonna be doxxed. <laughs> Larry said I live basically on commercial drive. Come find us. Bob and I are probably walking yeah. outside a lot. Commercial artist. drive. Okay, that's uh I think you're safe. Take the next ride onto number three road. Signs for British Columbia One, Trans Canada Highway. I I'm, I'm the Asian woman uh, on commercial drive. And Bob is like the tall, kinda lanky, long haired guy, uh, wears flannel. Has a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Goes to coffee shops a lot. He loves coffee. Continue if you see a guy holding coffee, it's probably Bob. <laughs> so how is, how is pa, uh, Bob... Oh, maybe we should ask this question, but I'll just ask you. How is he acclimatizing to... Because I think Canada's a little... acclimatizing. So acclimatizing. Uh, how is he acclimatizing to... To Canada, because I think it is different here than what he's oh my, yes. used to living in the States. Oh, like, he absolutely loves it. Oh, really? Oh, that's I good. I mean, he loved Vancouver before coming here, which is good, because now he lives here. Yeah. He especially loves Commercial Drive. That's, like, where we'd always end up hanging out at. So yeah. it makes sense that we live there now. Oh, that's good. He, he just, like, loves every aspect of it. He loves... He's loving the fall weather, especially. He mm. likes, like, the, the crisp air and, like, changing uh, colors of the leaves yeah, and all nice. that. He's <laughs> very much looking forward to being... Snowed in in winter. He's hoping there's going to be a lot of snow this year. Well, because we'll be ready for it this time. We don't have to worry about traveling, you know? Yeah. He, he had his flight here delayed so many times oh, last right. year because yeah, yeah. there's a lot of snowfall. And if he gets snowed in this time, he can just put on a pair of boots and walk down to the Rio Theater and just like just watch some movies. It's like, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he loves It's a Wonderful Life. He wants to make it a tradition to watch it at the Rio every year. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, we, do we, they play it at the Rio every year? Yeah, they do. They do. Oh, wow. And we have. Watch it at the the Rio every year, uh, except for the pandemic years, and except for last year because uh, his flight got delayed, so he had to come here a few days after he was supposed to like come here. So he missed, he actually missed uh, Christmas because of that. Or no, I think he came on Christmas. He's probably gonna correct me a little later. I think <laughs> it's a wonderful life was playing Christmas Eve, yeah, and he missed it entirely. So this year, though, this year we'll be ready. Well, we should. I mean, it's actually unusual for it to snow around Christmas here. It is, yeah. It don't really happen. Does that really happen? It has happened. Oh, man. It was not a crazy thing. last year. Yeah, so many people were stranded at the airport for, like, literal <laughs> days. So we had a lot of snow. I'm glad he didn't get stranded at the airport, at least. Yeah, yeah. And we did have a lot of snow and, uh, before, like, early in the year. And we didn't really have that much later. Like, normally we get, like, uh, kind of February, March snows. And we didn't really yeah, get that yeah. this year, so. Has Louis seen snow before? Yeah, because uh, he used to live in Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Louis is... Uh, he... We don't know his exact birthday, but the day he got... Uh, Bob got Louis was Halloween of... I think the year 2000? Oh. 2001. Again, Bob helped me out here. But he's like 21. Oh, wait. That'd be... I'm doing the math now. <laughs> so <Yeah>. it's not too bad. <laughs> Look, we just went to a brewery. <laughs> we did, and it was quite nice. It was nice. Though. We also earlier went to a diner, and I saw someone get a flight of uh, drinks that were, like, 
that were substantial and the kind you should not get at a diner. <laughs> I didn't see this happen. Yeah, I didn't see this either. Yeah, well, I didn't want to point it out to you because, you know, it would be a fuck it. We all turn around. It's a pretty small place. It's, uh, at that diner. I was also eating the worst salad ever. The blandest salad I ever had. I the blandest salad ever. I realized... After uh, what, like ten minutes, I'm like, oh, there's no salad dressing on this. That's why it tastes so bland. But there was uh, Tabasco sauce. Yeah. I I doused it in Tabasco sauce at the very beginning, so it it, it had wetness to it. So it I was thought hot and bland. Yeah, I thought like maybe there's like vinaigrette on it. Yeah. And all it was tasting was spicy, and after the spiciness was gone, I was like, this is so bad. <laughs> I don't, this salad sucks. And then I realized, oh, there's no dressing, so. Flag down, or uh, David flag down the way uh, the server. And I was like, I don't think there's any salad dressing on the salad. And she's like, Oh, I'm sorry, that's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> she brought me like two ramekins full of salad dressing. I only needed like one. Yeah. I think she felt bad though. So she gave me all the dressing. Yes. She should have given me the whole bottle. <laughs> yeah, it was much better after that. She must have been pretty mad in the kitchen. Just goes to the kitchen. There's so many dressing in there. The best part. <laughs> <laughs> How come we didn't? I mean, it's on her. I guess she didn't notice, but still, you know, she's has more than one table to deal with. It's yeah. The kitchen yeah. And after the salad, it was, it was fine. Yeah, after the salad, it was fine. David had two disappointments. He wanted a Coke, and he only had Pepsi. Mm. He lost his mind over that. And he went like, "Look, I'll, I'll have a Seven Up and a Reuben sandwich." Oh, we don't have the things that make that. Mm. So. I wonder they're missing the pastrami or the sauerkraut. But then she recommended the. Beef dip, and you said that was good. Beef dip was excellent. Yeah, I was really impressed with the oju. It was uh, really tasty. I always like it when I go to a restaurant and people around me get something. It's like, oh, that's the best thing we have. That's so good. Then I order my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel bad whenever Sorry. I like quickly ignore a, a service suggestion, but also it's like I didn't ask for your suggestion. Yeah. Oh, so man, the best borscht here. That's good. <laughs> don't be disappointed if That's I don't right. go with your suggestion. You don't, you don't know my dietary needs. There's no such thing as best borscht. I this think that's a thing on a film set. Some, some person is the best borscht. Best borscht. Oh, that's God, a Russian film set. Yeah, I know. See, the thing is, I have, my whole working life, I have carefully planned my life so that I'm always driving away from the sun when my day is beginning and ending. So, because I, I, you know, I work, I drive west in the morning, the sun's rising behind me. And I'm driving east in the evening, the sun's setting behind me, but I'm reversing it all today. I'm driving straight into the bloody sun. And it's the winter sun, my least favorite sun of the year. The yep. lowest in the sky. So. Uh, I was complaining about how uh, we, have, we have a sunlight. Uh, is it called sunlight? No, it's, sun, it's sun. not sunlight. What is it? Skylight. Skylight, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a difference. <laughs> we have a skylight in our condo, yeah. and uh, we're not getting any of the, the sun anymore. Oh. Which actually is good because in the summer it, it like comes straight through and it's just like boiling whatever the the sun rays are hitting. Yeah. Uh, which is like my desk, which <laughs> is why I had to buy like a a little giant little giant. <laughs> it's a giant leaf shaped <laughs> shade that goes on my desk to cover that up. But now I don't really need it anymore. Okay. Yeah. I like to be a store called Little Giant. 
it's all small versions of big men. Yeah, there, there's big little giants and there's little big men. Little, little big burger in Portland. Take the Trans Canada Highway ramp. Which is it? Is it little? Or, or is it big? <laughs> They're kind of little. I don't know why they're going big. Big flavor? Hey, you're going to Vancouver, everybody. Oh, good. That's where I want to go. <laughs> yes. It's about time. Gotta say, the mountains out here are very beautiful. We've yeah. said that to ourselves. We haven't said that publicly yet. Well, yeah, the, the weather the is amazing. really nice today, yeah. Super clear weather. It's like the sun trying to kill us. But... There was fog on the way here, but once we came out here. Yeah, getting up early and staring right into the sun for a couple hours aside, this has been a very nice trip. <laughs> now we're staring straight to the sun again. Hooray for sunglasses, that's what I said. I just have to sit taller. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm too short for this. Have the lowering. Yeah, I wish. I could just close my eyes. <laughs> Nina falls asleep. <laughs> I know. Well, I would love to. <laughs> yeah, I know we can't like read the letters from last week because you know. Can't. I, I can. Oh, did you want to read the letters from last week? Yeah, yeah why not? Or not. Do that then. Uh, but I, I don't like have the email ones so. though. Then let me uh, let me I'll say this. Uh, um, I w- as a question for next week, I would like one of them to be: Is school better now? Like, as in. If anyone here like has a kid in school or you know is a teacher at school or what have you, it just feels like it's better now. Like when I'm in there, kids seem to be yeah. happier. Maybe that's just because I can leave. Well, that's something that Mary was actually saying a little while ago because I was mentioning you talking about school and you know your disappointment in school. And Mary is your daughter and a, uh, a teacher and a student teacher. Yeah, and Mary said. Mary said oh, she was kind of thought that was interesting, but she said you know it's funny because so much of you know, so much of how school is taught has changed now since you, you guys were in school. Like, all the. Okay, so. I can't think of the word for it. But. I, I just pulled up the website, Seeing Dragon website. Okay. And again, I'm really behind on your podcast. Okay. So I just saw it's our, it's a 2012th anniversary, and then I see a bunch of tattoos. I was like, oh my god, did people get Seeing <laughs> Dragon tattoos? No. It is uh, Team Shrew. I don't know what that is. Uh, that was uh, Laurel. Laura Robertson, uh, her family, they got mushrooms to celebrate. I believe her father's pa- father passed, and then they. And one of his jokes was uh, about a mushroom walking in a bar and the fun guy. Pun, the, the, pun, the, fun, uh, the fun guy. You're really selling it. I'm not trying to sell it, I'm just trying to explain it. I'm, He's trying to drive a car. I'm trying to drive I'm a car. Into the sun. Into well, the there's sun. only two comments from last, last episode. Oh, oh we, can, uh, we can get. I would appreciate those, Red. But let me just say, when we're talking about tattoos, uh, a while back you sent me a picture of the first day we ever met, and it was at an anime convention, I think at UBC, and one of the more jarring things is seeing no tattoos on your arm. It's <laughs> like, that's me. How is that you? It just again. Yeah. Right, so two comments, mercifully. Okay. Made on my, uh, post, these were posted, or the... Secret Dragon post was posted on my birthday, on 18th, and this comic was posted on my birthday as well by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Now, again, I've not listened in a while, so this will be fun reading these without any context whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. So, Matthew says, Yes, Ian, Lita, 
lady who had sex with Swan Zeus did lay eggs. <laughs> All right. Crazy. How could you have context for that? <laughs> Two eggs, four kids. Helen, lady of Troy, Clytemnestra, and Castor and Pollux, okay. Gemini boys. Yeah. She got it on with her husband the same night she got it on with the swan. So two of the kids are divine and two are dull humans, but which or which depends on to whom you listen. Your 12-year plan should be to sweep across Alaska and take Kamchatka. It's not a good risk strategy, but it is sneaky. No one suspects that Alaska and Kamchatka are near each other because our world is a flat square. But take the trip from one to the other sometime. It's like going through hyperspace and winding up on the other side of the planet. My first thought was to use AI to make Yodorowsky do the 18-hour version. But if that actually happened, Yodorowsky himself would be appalled that anyone could consider something made by a soulless machine to be art. So instead, I would want to recreate the many lost episodes of Steve Allen's Tonight Show and Steve won't complain because Steve is dead until AI recreates him. Reasonable. And that's the end of that letter? Yes. That is a great letter to have no context for. Uh-huh. I also, typically we read what the question of the week was, like, but I like that you didn't. And then it was just like, this is crazy. Oh, wait. Sorry, the question of the week was, what should Seagate Dragon's 12-year plan be? Some question was, Using a fancy advanced AI, what piece of lost media would you like to recover or reproduce? Yeah, fantastic. But also glad to hear about the eggs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's nutty. Nutty. I think the idea that if you have sex with a swan, that means you're going to play eggs. <laughs> like, what? That's not how the body works. Oh, well, I guess it's Zeus, though. He can just do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. It's all Zeusy. Uh, second comments by Edward Trubinsky. Uh, he says, Where are my manners? All I did was talk about myself and my boring career last week and not once mentioned a congla- uh, congratulatory 12 to you boys. There I go again, and I'm trying to be better about the overactive writing. Let's start again. Happy 12th anniversary, Seeking Dragon. I'll segue that into an answer from last week's question. Uh oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's me talking. Uh, he goes on to write, there may be some other really good podcasts around, but I've only needed them in a uh, utilitarian way. Utilitarian. Okay, it's a typo, I guess. Yeah. And not for all that long. If I'm struggling with a show, like the Watchmen series, the, sorry, like the Watchmen series <laughs> that was on HBO a while back, I'll find a podcast to help me along with it. The one I listened to actually had Damon Lindelof on it, and it was very helpful. But that was it. I only listened to it while Watchmen is on. <laughs> Podcasts. I don't, think he's, I don't think he's yelling. I think he's just. Uh, he's all caps again for some reason. That, that's I, one way of I imagine he wants me to yell it. Because he <laughs> that's knew how I was they say it on the TV show. Who watches the Watchmen? <laughs> Podcasts come and go, but Seeky Dragon has been my weekly standard and only podcast I've consistently listened to ever since I found Full Marks in a search while looking for a Marks Brothers podcast. That was my gateway to the Seeky Dragon flagship, and it's been sailing ever since. Oh, that's very nice. Yes, thank you, Ed. 
We appreciate it. I think your travel plan should be to take the show on the road, if you're able, and visit listeners. Maybe expand into a YouTube video show. I don't know how easy this is or not, but it's me being wishful. Is it possible to ever use AI to fill in some of the lost gaps in the earlier Marx Brothers films? There's that choppy scene in Thelma Todd's place scene in Horse Feathers that all the Marx fans commiserate. Maybe smooth that out if possible. I think there's a few more instances in Duck Soup as well. I'm not that huge a proponent of AI, but if it could be put to good use, repairing something to its former glory, I'd say use it on restoring films for future generations to enjoy. We're on a fast track to America's Thanksgiving down here. I'll be dang sure to give thanks for Sticky Dragon, Ian, and Dave this year. Uh, That's it. Okay, so I'm going to emails. Uh, Jonathan Bampton writes, Hello, sneakers. As answers to uh, both of last week's questions. My go-to joke is the second shortest one in the English language, said very slowly, and then followed by dad joke facial smugness. <laughs> Mic drop mime optional. I'm giving up Lent. If you are sure you're not surrounded by anyone too far to the right politically, Nina, <laughs> yes. You can tell the actual shortest joke in the world. Two words, Donald Trump. There we go. That brought him down. <laughs> yeah, he's no more. And if you're absolutely certain, you can go a little blue and tasteless, Nina. Yes. Uh, why not dip into the Rodney Dangerfield canon? Nice, uh, short, punchy, and a good 20% of his catalog is not problematic in 2023. Okay, here we go. Hey, my wife used to make telephone calls during sex. Last night she called me from a hotel downtown. I remember playing tag with my dad. He drove. You know? <laughs> and if you're the kind of person that just likes to drop non-sequiturs into boring group tasks, Mitch Hedberg is unbeatable. I used to do drugs. I still do. But I used to, too. Remember to attribute jokes uh, to people. As for podcasts better than Seeky Dragon, biting at the heels is refresh my memory. Oh, bless. Uh. P.S. Peter Ayers made me laugh. He's right. How come there's so much sugar in American confectionery, and yet it doesn't taste good? I guess quantity does have a quality of all its own. Never again, two-time winner, sneaky dragon competition, etc., etc. John. So there we go. Mason, there is one more there. Uh, you'll have to search for it. Oh, there, do you want me to press that? Where you see? Okay, one second. What's somewhere if in the car? If you press that arrow. Yeah. It'll take you back to the main list. The Bell and Sebastian tour one? Nope, go up. Alright. Go up, go up. Gotcha. Earl Robinson, Louise Moon. Yeah, can you, know, you just yeah, read? Can you just read one of uh, Dave's emails? There's a random one. Not, not related to the show. <laughs> uh, one from Louise. Is okay. okay, actually, I'm going to hand this one over to Nina to, to. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, he is reading the emails okay, as well. Just click on the Louise one. It's oh, this right. one. Nope. Higher, higher. Oh, this one, oh, this one. That's the one. Mushrooms and AI. Yes, okay. there you go. 
Uh, I realized Louise. there was no reason for me to be reading that when we have needed. <laughs> uh, Louise says, uh, When I saw Laurel's photo of her super cute spotted mushroom fungi tattoo, like Dave, I was also reminded of the Fantasia mushrooms, only without the, oh, but Dave, stereotypical overtones. Nina speaking, I know what she's talking about. You don't know what she's talking about? No, I know what she's talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> Back to Louise. Incidentally, I think I spotted an homage to them uh, in dancing limpet form in a live-action version of The Little Mermaid on Disney+. Plus. It comes at the 2.36 mark on this YouTube video. You be the judge. This is Nina speaking. I watched The Little Mermaid, the live-action one, on the way to Japan. Yeah. Very bad. <laughs> That's all I gotta say about it. They have a bunch of unnecessary uh, new song scenes in there. Oh, really? It's not good, especially the Scuttlebutt song by Aquafina. It's one of the worst things I've ever heard in my life. Oh, wow. I kind of want David to hear it oh, to see what wow. he thinks. Why, why me? I don't know. It'd just be fun to hear a music guy hear this. Okay. Send uh, us a link, please. If, if Louise enjoyed it, I, I apologize. Uh, back to her. I'd like to see AI recreate the dancing of the early 20th century innovators like Nijinsky and Isadora Duncan. There are only a few low-quality black-and-white film clips online of Nijinsky from his time with the uh, Ballet Russes? Ballet Russe. Ballet Russe. There are only a few seconds of Duncan's modern dancing in Flowing Veils. She didn't allow herself to be filmed, so they got to be, uh, they got to use still photos of her and dance movements she taught her students, which have been passed down. That's all. Interesting. That would be interesting to see. She didn't want herself to be filmed. No, no, it's too bad. It I too mean, bad. to be fair, like at that time, the you know the quality of camera work was pretty sh- pretty low, just because the, the te- technology was so primitive. Yeah. Then. And you know, so it would be difficult to like capture, you know, just capture it in its fullness. You know what I mean? Like you're just getting like a two-dimensional image of, of someone dancing and you're not really getting the full effect of it, I don't think. And it's not that, like, I mean, part of our problem with silent films now is is we think that they were they they, um a lot of people, because of the way they, the fact that they would put silent films through a normal uh, modern-day projector and silent films were, were projected at a I can't remember exactly how it works it's projected at a slower rate in the past so on a modern projector it would speed it up right. and give it that that frenetic thing that we kind of associate with old slapstick movies which wasn't actually the case they really weren't like that they weren't filmed in like you know, to be sped up that's just a symptom of like the technology as if you'd like as if you were playing, playing a, a 78 at you know, 45 or whatever and it would make it or 33 and it makes it sound all slow um, it's just the technology is kind of it's kind of lost now uh, we, well I mean kind of I, you can like obviously watch some of the films with the proper speeds and stuff is this in the days when people didn't know that was a, was a problem they just would play it and then the films so would look crazy so when you go to see like Steamboat Bill yeah uh, are they playing it at the right speed for the most part now when you go to see it? Yeah, when you go, like when I went and saw, when I went and saw the original, I mean the thing is, is like, uh, oh, I guess, I guess they must have had like some way of 
of controlling the speed of the projector when they played it. Because I, w- I went and saw, like, it was a three-day festival of Buster Keaton films at the Vanny Cinema, when there was a Vanny Cinema, just around the corner from the Rio. And, and yeah, it was all done at the proper speed. So they must have had a way of controlling the speed of the projectors. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good question. Like, I don't know how... Because obviously when you watch it now, you're just you're just watching like a, a DVD of it. You know, even if you went to the theater inside now, you'd most likely just be watching a DVD of it. Right. And so they've already like mastered it at the correct speed and everything, so you don't have to worry about that. But yeah, in the old days when they would show it, you know, on TV stations and stuff like that, they would just they had no idea that they were playing it. The, it would be played too quickly or too slowly or whatever. I can't. can't yeah, for Vanny's showing that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was I'm pretty sorry, that paper's gone. Yeah, I know, yeah. Theater. It was a good theater. And it's in your neighborhood. I wish you guys could have that theater too. Well, I just think about the days when... Uh, it was just amazing, like, that there was a movie theater in town, and not just one, but two. And more than that, at some, at some points, just depended. But they would publish, like, their own little kind of, you know, newspaper of a month of films. And there'd be two movies every night, different movies every night every day of the week you know so you can look and go oh I want to go to see those two movies together or you might not want to see those two movies together you might just accidentally see those two movies together like I remember I wanted to see uh, the Van East actually was playing The Good, The Bad and The Ugly and I'd never seen it in its proper aspect ratio because this was still in the days of of square televisions yeah and so I went you got to see that widescreen too yeah so I went to see it at the the Van East it was full widescreen but before they played The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, they played uh, Jodorowsky's El Topo. Oh, yeah. You know, so I got to see this crazy surrealist western, and also The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And believe me, I was not prepared for El Topo. I was just, I was just like a... I haven't I seen it, but I know, I know of it. Yeah. <laughs> it does look pretty wild. I was just in high school. I had no idea what I was seeing. Like, I haven't seen it since then, and I would like to yeah. see it again. I really like The Holy Mountain a lot. Mm-hmm. I went and saw that at the Rio... Gee, that was a little while ago now because it was probably before the pandemic but I just one night I saw it was playing and I just drove into Vancouver by myself and went and saw the Holy Mountain and it was really great and so I would, I would love to see El Topo again and, you know and see it as a mature adult rather than as a completely befuddled teenager yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to see it too one day the, the Van East was a good theater to see movies in like they were bright enough and that was one of the reasons we went to see like movies like I remember we went to see almost every Harry Potter movie there we like we just want to see the image and you know in other theaters it's so dark and it's like they actually cared and it also gave us one of our favorite Harry Potter memories which was uh, I forget which one it is where like Moaning Myrtle or whatever is in the bathroom area yeah. and Harry's taking a bath and Moaning Myrtle shows up so that must be uh, the Goblet of Fire fair enough and then uh you know, as Harry's getting into the, the bathtub, uh, the, there's two girls in the audience who go, Woo! <laughs> and some guy in the audience goes, He's 15! <laughs> the girls go, So are we! And then they get applause from the audience. Yeah, I remember that. You're talking about the Rio, not the Venice. Was that the Rio? Yeah, Venice was long dead by that point. Oh my god, that's so weird. I have such a memory of it being... Uh, the 90s. Well, that's faulty memory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how the memory plays tricks. 
Yeah, because the Vietnamese cinema, it turned, it became a uh, Chinese cinema. I was playing Chinese films yeah. for a while, and then it just shut down entirely. On my, my birthday, uh, my favorite drag queen was in town doing a show that night. Okay. So I bought tickets in advance. So I was like, oh man, <laughs> may as well, it's my birthday, right? Yeah. <laughs> And it was at the, the Hollywood Theater. Yes. Which used to be a movie theater. Now yeah. it's like like a venue for stage shows and stuff. I couldn't remember. Like when I was there with Bob, I yeah. was like, oh, this is the area. It was in Catalano, West yeah, Bob, yeah. It was this area yeah. I went to uh, elementary school and high school. Wow. And because uh, General Gordon, I went to elementary school there. Okay. okay. And then, and then uh, Catalano uh, for a, a few years before I went to Sir Winston Churchill uh, for the IB program. But yeah, that was like where I uh, hung out uh, during my school days, and I was like, "Have I ever been to the Hollywood Theater?" I could not remember. They, it was converted to the stage venue in 2011. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, I might have gone there at least once." I mostly remember the bridge, though. Yeah. Once I went to the bridge, I would go there on like school field trips, which know? was an amazing. Because they play a lot of like international films. So yeah, yeah. They would play like French films, and we go see it uh, as part of the French immersion program. Yeah. The yeah. doors from the bridge. Uh, to let you into the theater are now the doors at the rear. Oh wow! Oh really? Wow, that's cool. cool. I didn't know that. And you can there's a prominent scene in Twilight that takes place at the Rich Theater. You can see those doors. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey. Yeah, I think I saw that. There it is. Yes. The Hollywood Theater is cool because it's, it's like that classic Art Deco look, mm-hmm. and they like retain yeah, a lot of the punch. That's and nice. Bob especially loves old movie theaters so mm-hmm. just happy to see that yeah yeah I'm glad it's back in some form it was for a while a church the Hollywood oh, really? yeah oh my god I'm not, against, I'm not against churches I'm against churches being in movie theaters at the um, my old improv theater used to be a church during the day okay and then, yeah, yeah. they rented it out to a church mm. and then you know at night it was dirty dirty <laughs> oh because filthy things yeah <laughs> Godless things. The, <laughs> the secret of the profane. Or the profanities. I saw uh, Blue Velvet at the Hollywood. I'd never seen people walk out of a movie before. That was the first time I ever saw people like get up and just leave a theater because the movie was, it was new? so disturbing. It? Yeah, it was brand wow. new. Yeah, so like, they didn't know what they were in for. <laughs> I know. That's the first time I ever chewed gum until it fell apart in my mouth into like, <laughs> like fiber. It was so weird. I don't know what, I don't know what gum it was. I just... I was chewing it for a while, I'll admit, but suddenly it just became like sticks in my mouth. Little tiny, like, almost like fiberglass. So weird. First time I saw people walk out of a theater was Crumb. Oh, yeah. Substantial oh, shoot, amount. I saw the Crumb. I saw Crumb at the Hollywood as well. Huh. Yeah, thanks it's for... a good theater to walk out of. <laughs> really? Walk out and it's like, well, there's a lot of nice stuff out here. <laughs> yeah, this is good. That's true, yeah. Out of this. Good location. It is, it is a nice area. Yeah, yeah. I saw Hollywood, uh, not saw Comic Book Confidential there. And I think I saw that one at uh, Royal, uh, the, whatever the Royal one. Oh, Royal was. Theaters, uh, Royal Cinema, or Royal was called Royal. Royal well, one, one thing uh, real theater related that Bob and I did before we went on our trip was we saw a screening of Demons with live musical accompaniment by Goblin. Oh, wow. at least the guy who headed Goblin. And now has like a different band, of course, yeah. but he was there and they did like live music for it. That was a lot of fun, especially because we got to see the balcony, which was like the biggest mystery for the longest time, but it's always closed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They never opened the balcony, but for that show, they did. We're like, oh man, we've got to see the balcony. They had enough. 
enough to get sold, I guess. And we went up there, and it's way more cramped than the downstairs. Yeah, the rows yeah. are very squished together. Okay. But I, there, I ran into my old uh, drama theater uh, drama teacher. Oh. Right. So, Holy real drama theater. Yeah, drama oh, theater. Just hanging around. <laughs> <laughs> and my, old, my old drama teacher was there, so we got talking. That was fun. He's big in um, the Godzilla community. He's an enormous Godzilla fan. Oh, really? Very involved in the fan community. And he actually got to be a background uh, actor in the Godzilla that was filmed here. Oh, that was the one with Matthew Broderick? No, not. That was filmed in New York. That was 98. So I'm talking the 2010s one with Brian Cranston. Oh, that was filmed here? Oh, that's right. They filmed the particular stuff here. Yeah. And now the, the new Godzilla TV show. Monarch something yeah. uh, is shot here in Japan, so he's got another chance. <laughs> oh, that's true, yeah. yeah. Like, he probably knows about that. Oh, I'm oh, sure. sure. It's, it's really, for, it's so for fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's a good time to Godzilla fan. Yeah, Godzilla Minus One came out in Japan while we were there. You've sold me good. on that with your... Uh, no, that was Shin Godzilla. Shin Godzilla, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But Godzilla Minus One, I do want to see for that also sounds interesting, but yeah, Shin Godzilla, for anyone listening who doesn't know, uh, if, you, if you aren't into Godzilla films like I am, I'm not super new, kaiju films like that, um, it's not really about Godzilla, it's about the people, the higher-ups, the politicians, trying to uh, figure out what to do bureaucratically while Godzilla is killing thousands of people in their city. So it's just a series of meetings, meetings after meetings after meetings, <laughs> And it's it's a criticism of all the bureaucracy and red tape in Japan. It's a direct response to the the response uh, to um, what happened after the, the huge earthquakes in 2011. Yeah, with yeah. the with the uh, reactor meltdowns. Yeah, the the director uh, who is known for the being the creator of Neon Genesis Evangelion. So he's more of an anime guy, but he directed yeah. this live action film. Um, he was like I guess uh, appalled by the treatment. How slowly things happen with the response to the earthquake. So it's a direct response to that. It's very, it's very interesting if you're not super into the monster aspect of Godzilla. So yeah. I, I recommend it highly. So especially since it was made before the pandemic, and it might remind you a little of pandemic response. As well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you're frustrated by bureaucracy and red tape in general, then it's a movie for you. You got whoever owns Godzilla for being open to that kind of film. Well, because Godzilla has always been political commentary. Yeah. So they're more like, yeah, yeah that's go true. for it. Right. That's interesting. It's always been a response to historical events in Japan. No matter how goofy you got. Mostly about the environment, of course. Yeah. It was born from like. Godzilla versus King Kong. Yeah, I think. It was even versus the smog monster, wasn't oh, it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah bring back smog monster. If my, my old drama teacher was listening to this, he'd probably be like, no, that's not what it's about. <laughs> that's all wrong. You're missing <laughs> the underlying. Yeah. Don't you see? I'm not an expert on this at all. I'm just saying what I think I know. Speaking of response to the pandemic, I was watching, I was over for dinner at my brother and brother-in-law's host last night and they were watching the news and there was this news story about this guy getting pulled over this is in canada in british columbia getting pulled over and saying he's a sovereign citizen 
What? I thought that was an American thing. I thought that was an American thing too. I thought it was all to do with some kind of misreading of the Constitution or whatever. Oh, jeez. No, it's in Canada. There's always, I guess there's always going to be people like that bleeding into Canada as well. Like, there's yeah. like tons of Trump supporters here as well. Yeah, that's true. I know someone. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, you're just like, what? And basically, they're, they're talking to the police afterwards, and if I can paraphrase the police, it was basically this. I don't know what that ding dong was talking about, but he was he was fucking nuts. So yeah. Well, it's like first of all, that's, that's not a, that's not a thing. Second of all, yeah. that's extra not a thing up here <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Canada. That's basically what they talked to a lawyer, they talked to police, and they're like, you know, if you want to drive, you have to follow the the, the laws that are, you know there are. Did he like not have his license plate on? He didn't have like his that? license plate. He didn't have a driver's license. Oh, he, had, of he had no insurance. Yeah. Which so people know that some places in the world, it's crazy to me, but aren't required to have insurance to drive. But here in British Columbia. You're required to have insurance in your car in order to be on the road as a as a vehicle. Oh. You're also required to be have a driver's license, and uh, yeah. So this guy did not have any insurance, had no license plates, and no and no uh, no driver's license. Do you know where exactly this was? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. Uh, and then um, and then yeah, he was like going, you know, saying stuff like, "You're." Uh, oh, I don't know what he said now, but you know, basically, you know, you're. You're, you know, you're overrunning my my rights as a citizen. Da, da, da. You know, you know, you have no. This is harassment of a of a free citizen and all this kind of nonsense. Uh-huh. It's like it's like you know some like some police there just kind of like uh huh. <laughs> That's right. The reaction was yours. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> he's just writing a ticket, and then he's just like call me. You know, now sir, I'm just going to write you a ticket. We're going to have to pound your car because you're not allowed to. I think the guy wasn't in the car, by the way. He was driving in a pickup truck, which was a big surprise. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I guess the, the only good thing about sovereign citizens is they're not flying those freaking Canadian flags that make me so mad every time I see it. Yeah. Remember when you were a, a kid and you used to love to see the Canadian flag and you'd be all proud? You'd think, oh, we're, Can- we're in Canada. It's so nice. Now you see a Canadian flag, you're just like, ugh. But it's like putting um, a flag in your Twitter username. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just see them all the time. Like, well... And people will have like, not just like a small flag like flying from their antenna or whatever. Mm-hmm. They'll have like this ginormous, like full-size flag, like taped to a hockey stick or whatever, <laughs> on the back of their truck. And you're just like, what is the hell is that? Is that even like? And we're not like the U.S. We're not like very flaggy people. No, we don't have flags. Like we're not like the U.S. at all. Like oh. if you see like in the U.S., they'll have like a picture of a president in their in their in their rec room downstairs. You're like, what the heck? What do you have oh, yeah, a picture weird. of a president? Like, not only is that weird, but they're all creeps. We're just hanging a flag from their house. Like, well, to be honest, my uncle used to do that. So, like, he used to have a British Columbia flag and a Canadian flag hanging what from his What were his political leanings? I'm sure he was, like, a conservative kind of a guy. Yeah, exactly. Only conservatives do that. The only <laughs> conservatives <laughs> care about the flag. Every flag is a red flag. Every flag is a red flag. <laughs> Especially the Canadian. Yeah, it's so interesting. Oh, this person's a... They're a police person. Yep, they're a police person. Yeah. I didn't catch up to them when I was speeding. Oh, now he's turning back around. He's going to come get me. No, Tell him you're a podcast. <laughs> I'm a podcaster. I'm late for my podcast. Tell him you're a sovereign citizen. I ran a red light back there. <laughs> I'm a sovereign podcaster. <laughs> yeah, sovereign citizen. Oh, when I saw that, I just was so, I was so, so, I just thought it was funny, actually, more than anything. It's one of those things you never heard about until like the pandemic, and then suddenly 
Is all this weird stuff can crawling out of the woodwork? Oh, sovereign citizens? Yeah. Oh, I, I've known about them for quite a while. Just because oh, people love posting videos of them online. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Or a lot of them post videos of themselves online. Yeah. On YouTube, yeah, and you yeah, watch yeah. them and you're like, well, that's what are it. they I talking guess, about? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, there's some, some obscure. I mean, we do have that Queen of Canada here in Canada. We do. Who, oh, right. Yeah. Who tells her followers, you know, not to pay their mortgages or pay their utility bills and then they're like they're like they're completely confused when like the bank comes in and you know takes their home away from them or the utilities come and turn off the power to their homes and then they're all arguing about it you can't you have no right to do that I'm not required by such and such some the Queen of thing. Canada told me you was okay. excuse me hey what <laughs> yeah wait do you know what you just said? Can you listen, say it back to me and listen to yourself talk? Yeah. One time my mom almost got caught in one of those CRA scams where they try and, you know, the one I tried, they tried to scam me a long time ago by saying that there's a warrant out for your arrest and, and you oh, need to like... She almost fell for she that? She almost fell for that, yeah. Wow. And she was actually like, went to the bank and she was going to take money out. And the bank teller did something that I think all people should due to us at times of her life she said think about what you're doing <laughs> you know, yeah. just think about what you're doing before you do it um, uh, you know your story you just told seconds ago that we probably edited to make this tight yeah um, about your mom <laughs> a, friend, a friend of mine who you know uh, her mom got got scammed by that okay uh, and lost four hundred thousand dollars oh my god oh my god yeah, lost all of her what do you do at that point? Can you, you do, do anything? You go me to try to get some uh, your money back. Yeah, here's the, awful. here's the thing, though, unfortunately, uh, and I've contributed to it because I'm sorry. It's yeah, happened. yeah. Uh, but uh, it's like all these people are on there going, "Oh, you got to talk to 60 Minutes. You got to." And she's Canadian. I think she's like uh, okay, American or something. Okay. But it's like you got to tell 60 Minutes about this. So many people were saying this. It's like they know. <laughs> yeah. This is not, not new. This is scam yeah. number three on the list. Yeah. This is this is an old standard. Yeah. And it's and you can't really say that to anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, yeah. This is the this is that snake oil, man. It's exactly right. But yeah, it was exactly that. It was like, you got a call. You're going to be under arrest. You can't tell anybody. I'm with this government agency. Yeah. It all that's looks right. legit. Yeah. Uh, and then over the course of years took all of her money. Jeez. Wow. And, uh, and and so I am glad that on this show, we've mentioned this a couple of freaking times. <laughs> yes. And let's keep mentioning it. Yeah. I'm, I'm terrified of, like, one day falling for a scam like that when I'm, like, elderly. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, we're young enough, we're like, oh, we know that's a scam. Uh, but... We're, yeah, we're young enough that we're not, like... Like, the thing is, is it's not... It's not... It's fear, right? Yeah. Like, they scared my mom, and so she's frightened of what this thing is, and she's not thinking straight, and, you know, and she's at an age now where, you know, like, if this happened 20 years ago, she just would have laughed and laughed and yeah. scoffed them off the phone, but she's old, older now, and the world is a scarier place when you're older, mm-hmm. you know, and it, the world seems more confusing to her now, and so she's just, like, a prime target for this kind of stuff. And, like, the older you get... And also, the better fakes get, with AI especially, Yeah, I feel like one day I'm just going to be scammed. Mm-hmm. 
Especially since I don't, I'm not yeah. gonna have kids. Bob's gonna call you up. He's in jail. <laughs> we don't have like we're not gonna have like <laughs> kids to tell us. Oh, that's a, a scam, right? <laughs> like, well, what's Louie? What's Louie doing? <laughs> it's a scam. It's a scam. Uh, like, have you heard this case of someone uh, deep faking uh, someone's daughter's voice? Yes, I've heard. And, of and making it sound like yeah, they were like, it's like, oh, I'm, I'm your daughter. I've been kidnapped, and uh, here's where you send the ransom. Mm-hmm. And the fake is so good that yeah. the, the parent falls for it. Yeah, I've heard a, a grandson um, saying that he's been arrested, he's in jail in some town, and he needs you know, this amount of money for bail, and the grandma you know, wiring it to wherever. What would be, what would be great, though, is <laughs> if you're like, final part of that is uh, send it to my Bitcoin account, you know, and that's, that's all like confusing information. <laughs> I think that's like, where, the, where the scam falls apart so entirely. Yeah. You make it so hard for anyone to like pay that, <laughs> that it's just like, there's just no way you're ever, I just can't understand how The like, scammer gets so like frustrated with the person <laughs> they try to scam. Well, the scammy is, like, is like, so yeah, frustrated, like, yeah. Try so, refreshing the page, like, I'm trying already and I don't know where yeah, yeah, that'd be good if they're trying to like walk them through it. Okay, go to this number, you know, and it's like this 27 digit number, you know, with, and then, okay, now when you get there, then, oh my god, yeah. We're all gonna need like a special password with each other. Yes. <laughs> That's what it has to be, is you have to yeah. gather together with your family and go, if trouble ever happens, here's the word that I'm gonna throw in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is, if they knew my family, they'd know right away. Yeah. And got arrested. <laughs> like, okay, now I know it's real. <laughs> or there's gotta be at least, at least one detail that only you and that person would know about. Yeah. It might be hard to think of on the spot, but you should probably think about it just in case this happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they, they would know that our, our password, password would be swordfish, so... <laughs> don't tell anyone. It's too late. That it's, that it's swordfish. <laughs> yeah, don't mention swordfish. <laughs> yeah, please don't tell anyone else it's swordfish. I'm begging you. Or you're gonna get swordfish. And we know what that means. <laughs> I, I don't. <laughs> don't at all. It's more painful than being catfish. <laughs> must have been a must have been an accident here. Yeah. Well, we're in the HOV lane. Yeah, so, so sweet. The funny, th- <laughs> the funny thing about the HOV lane is this: what happened? When I used to drive Mary uh, from a place out to Horseshoe Bay to catch the. Uh, oh, there's the leaking lanes. Uh, to catch the ferry. And we, I, we would be in the HOV lane, and there'd be some car accident, and then the police would be there, and suddenly there'd be this flood of cars going out of the HOV lane to, to you know, get around the, because obviously they're single occupant vehicles, they weren't, because HOV, so people know, means high occupancy vehicle lane, so it's for people in cars with more than one person, but of course people in the morning are like, they're impatient, they don't want to be driving in the sucker lane, so they're driving in the HOV lanes, but then the police are there, and they're just like, foop, 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 just all trying to get out. I still feel like two people shouldn't count as high occupancy. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of the same. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> whatever. It doesn't, uh... It's really... Isn't it just... Like, like please, when I drive into town, I'm driving into the ballet, let's say, you know, like, that's... That's a high occupancy vehicle. If it's you and a baby, can nope. you be in a car? Nope. nope. No, you count? can. Yeah, you can. It just shouldn't count, but it does. It does count. Wow. Yeah. Only if the baby's driving. Only if the baby's driving. Look at that movie, Baby Driver. I think that's the plot. I think that is the plot. Yeah. Yes. So let's let's wrap this podcast up, and then we can talk about things 
that we can talk about that aren't public. <laughs> so I think you're the wrap-up man. Yeah, I really want to talk about that rash with you guys. Anyway, so, folks, if you want to contact us, here's how you do it. Go to SneakyDragon.com, that's our website. You can go there, you can leave comments. Leave all the comments if you ever wanted to. Knock yourself out, we dare you. Uh, we have an email address. That's where cool people go. It's SneakyD at SneakyDragon.com. And... Uh, we're on Twitter, formerly known as X. Um, we're on Facebook. We have a Patreon presence. And I see more of an accident over there now. What's going on? Anyway, enough of me driving. Everyone, we'll see you next week. Next week will be our 13th anniversary. Bye! <laughs> right. There we go.